What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another issue of the Comic Bookies podcast. Episode 169 starts now live on YouTube on Monday, December 5th, 2022. But wherever you're listening to it, we appreciate that as well. This week, we're colliding the worlds of sports and comics as usual. In sports, the World Cup is into the round of 16. USA is out. My Polish are out. So who's going to win? Is it Portugal, Brazil, Spain? Who's it going to be? We will discuss college football the final four has now been set my trojans suck and we will not be playing for a national championship week 13 is over and we go into week 14 in the nfl and in comics we have plenty of books to talk about dc boom studios image and even idw and in news the flash gets a better release date black panther wakanda forever wins a fourth straight weekend and we say goodbye to kirstie alley and happy birthday to the late great walt disney but come join us for episode 169. Let's have some fun. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 169 of the Comic Bookies podcast. I am here with Mark and Sean. All three of us are back for episode 169. Thank you so much for joining us. We are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Thir- uh, wait, not to- – you know what? I- We've been doing this on Mondays, and I'm like, you know what? I've been screwing this up. But Wednesday, December 7th, 2022, is New Comic Book Day, so go and see Alex. He's open Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. He'll get you whatever you need, new and old. But either way, go and get your comic books. Um, Mark, Sean, it's a pleasure to have you all back. It's a pleasure to have Sean back from his vacation from Disneyland, uh, episode 169. I would love to start with your review of your couple days in the happiest place on earth, because we will, we will be talking about Walt Disney later on in the show. Well, happy to be here. Episode 169. Like Mike said, here with the guys, nice little Monday night. No, oh, man, it was a good time. Kason's first time there. And most importantly, we got a picture with Minnie and Mickey with Kason, and he loved the characters. He, I mean, he had like a time where he kind of turned to get into mom's shoulder, but he enjoyed it. Took a picture. Also got goofy and Pluto. But yeah, everything was good, man. The lines weren't that bad. We did the rope drop the first day. We got into three rides in the first hour and a half. So that was actually a good win. And yeah, the longest wait I think we had was Rise of the Resistance, which was justified. We had the, the wait they said was like 60 minutes. We actually timed it up being like 40 minutes, which wasn't terrible. And that ride was oh, that's really good. Oh, bro. That ride was different. That ride was different. It was awesome. Was Love it your it. first time? First time. Oh, dude. It's so orgasmic. It's oh, so cool. Oh, bro. It's different. <laughs> it was the best. And then we actually ate in uh, the restaurant that's in uh, right next to Rise of the Resistance. Well, actually, not right next, but on the outside over there. Actually, kind of by Smugglers. There's a, a Star Wars restaurant type of thing over there. So we ate over there. Got a little pasta, a little beef in there, like an avocado zest sauce that was on it. Hella good. Okay. Um, Marissa got the blue milk. I got the green one actually this time. Green was actually really good. Yeah, they're not too bad. It's, yeah, they're cool. It's, it's different. I've had the blue milk. I, I, I tried that the first time. They're different. Mm-hmm. And then we also uh, went to California. Duh. And yeah, we got to go on Cars Ride. Just We must have went at like the freaking jackpot hour. We went, we went on twice in 20 minutes. Did, so they, was, did they make you get off the ride and you would just went right back in line? Yeah, to get uh, off and go right back okay. in line. Uh, we did use a child swap a number of times, which obviously worked good with Casey. Oh, my God. That's the best. Oh, it's the best thing ever made. And you can go up with up to three people. So, yeah, it worked out really good. And, 
yeah just overall i mean family trip was awesome man the hotel was like a 10 minute walk no more than a 10 minute walk that good old sun coast inn in anaheim <laughs> was awesome that's like and, one of those ones uh a murder down in uh, anaheim next to no it was sun nice coast though, inn. bro that's the thing bro that's actually really nice i was like hold on you know getaway today came through with the price and everything was right. nice and smooth i'm like i hope this hotel's half decent bro it was freaking nice it was actually like really really good and yeah i mean i don't even know what else to say bro we had our roscoe's had our joe's uh ice cream downtown disney monday night tortilla joe's of course had some beignets oh it was just good man like i don't know it's disneyland i felt like a kid again shoot i haven't gone since before the pandemic and i should get to bring my little one so just hit different bro did you do um uh web slingers oh web slingers come on now i dominated that one <laughs> that one's that one's pretty cool i would say out of the three rides that you have to pay the separate lightning lane it's the worst i'd probably yeah. say i mean so like, you, you had to pay to go on it no 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 uh, for the lightning lane for the lightning yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so yeah, yeah so rise of the resistance uh web slingers and then the cars right are the three rides that even if you get the the genie the, plus you still the genie plus lane. you still yeah. have to pay a extra yes between seven and twenty dollars just to get the lightning link so yeah. i would probably say that's the worst one that you you know out of the three that you have to pay individual lightning lane yeah agreed definitely it for sure was uh the one thing that i did like um we watched the fireworks show which of course was super cool <laughs> i love that mark too i feel like i'm in the studio but <laughs> the, but the super cool thing that they did also was kind of have the dark looking lights on main street with the snow coming down right after the fireworks show and they were playing like christmas songs like it was oh yeah uh casey went crazy he went crazy <laughs> it was yeah it was good man I, yeah i was just a kid bro i was a kid over there man so other things that you ate did you uh, uh did you do a dole whip i uh, did dole whip yes what about like the um churros uh popcorn you know the thing is with us being in such a big group believe it or not you'll probably be a little bit disappointed i mean it was a two days in disneyland it wasn't three <laughs> or four we didn't right. eat we didn't do too many sit-down restaurants on purpose just because we had a bigger group and just with the two right. days like with casein it was really just honestly a lot of just pick up and go food a lot of quick service stuff it had to be man i mean we did have freaking pizza planner for the sake of case and he had his cool little pizza planet shirt and he had a little <laughs> bit of pizza with us too so like small things like that like you know grab this grab that but we tried a lot of different things so i was actually cool with that i liked it right it's funny too because tomorrowland you would think that it's like some extravagant land and for me like tomorrowland's arguably one of the worst because it's like has space mountain and and unfortunately for me that pizza planet is like one of the worst it is it's, foods it, that they it, have there. It's yeah, like, I, oh, I thought it was man. Friday pizza in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought it was, you know, Tony's cheese pizza. <laughs> I mean, you know, is that like elementary. it's good? Like it's, you know, it's good. It's pizza. Like you and I, you know, we, we aren't the biggest critics, but just in when you put it in retrospect of like other foods that they have there, it's kind right. of like it's cheese pizza <laughs> or pepperoni right. pizza. There isn't much to it. Right. But, no, I get it. Yeah, but I mean, so you got there just in time. They're going to be shutting down web slingers for some maintenance pretty soon. Yes. They're going to be closing. We just heard that um, Splash Mountain is closing in January because they're yes, going to redo it, it from Song of the South and twisting it up into uh, Tiana yep. in uh, Prince and the Frog. And then, and then you said something else is shutting down. Yeah, Indiana Jones is shutting down. Oh, I don't know the exact day, but I think it could be within the month. And they said it could be up to a couple months because of refurbishments. I did say it right this time. And uh, I think they're going to add a couple of uh, themes and extra things right. within the 
ride. But yeah, I mean, in Toontown, I know that pushed out, I think, an extra month or two from what their expected uh, yeah, completion March date was going to be. So yeah, I mean, it sucks because all the money that people pay and you know deal with that kind of crap. But when you're there, man, there is always something to do. That's for damn sure. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, glad you had fun. Glad you're back. Uh, nice. Let's get into the. Well, actually, Mark, how are you, sir? I was just, just gonna say hi. To, hi. Mark's just like, hey, I'm here. I'm still. I'm here. To, to all the comic bookie fans out there, yes, comic bookie Mark is still alive and well here on 169. Um, been oh. good, man. Nice to have you guys back. Uh, nice to have Sean back. Glad you enjoyed your trip. Um, as you guys can see, man, the, our, our host here at the Comic Bookies podcast, he just uh, absolutely loves Disney. So when one of us goes there, including himself, man, it's just a first talk. So um, glad it's to been, get it. I can, We could do two episodes this week. 169 is Disney. 170 is actually oh, <laughs> sports man. and comics. That's there's right, been that's a right. lot of, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of things going on with Disney lately, honestly, with the mm-hmm. whole CEO and just Everything with the earnings call and them losing the money and the subscriptions and the Disney Plus and comic bookie Sean going there and everything. So Disney has had a lot of news coming down the pipeline. I know so. that one of their senior advisors actually left today, 17 years. Can't think what her name was, but it's just kind of I mean, they actually posted it on Instagram. So it must have been important enough to show it. So and then just might as well add it to the list of things going on. It ain't stopping us from going, but hey. <laughs> And of course, with today being Mr. Walt Disney, how old was he going to be, uh, Mike? Shit. Not sure if he would have. Continue with how your how your week's going, and then I'll get you that uh, stat. Well, <laughs> my week has been going good. Um, hopefully, it can be going a little bit better tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard if Portugal can get the win over Switzerland. Oh, I know World Cup talk is going to be big on 169 oh, today. Man. But um, yeah, I mean, Mr. Walt uh, Disney was born in 1901. One, he would have been 122, 121 years old. 121 yeah. years old. So pioneer right there, man. 121 years old. So Jesus, so see, he made Disney at 21 years old because it's turning 100 next year. How old, how old was he when he died? Like 50 65, something. 65. Oh, 60. He was young, right? He wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 died only like 11 years after Disneyland opened. He didn't even get to see Disney World open. They were in the middle. They were in the middle of uh, finding the land and stuff for Disney World in Florida, but he never even saw it. You know, uh, maybe break ground, but not finish, because I believe it was um, 1971. I think they just celebrated their 50th year anniversary last year. So he was five years away from even seeing Disney World in Florida. Walt Disney reminds me somewhat of. It was like uh, Steve Jobs, you know, obviously he was there to bring Apple back and he was there for a big part of it and mostly all of its life. But he wasn't really there to like reap the benefits and like the rewards of of the fame and the fruits of his labor. And the three I mean, they're like three trillion. They're like the biggest company in the world. And it's like, man, I wish he could have like still been alive to see like what everything that he'd done like amounted to really, you know, yeah, it's kind of like Walt Disney, although. It's just um, he didn't get to see he got obviously Disneyland, but not Disney World. But I'm pretty sure he knew how big he was by then. And I'm sure Steve Jobs did, too. But, man, some of these guys and then you got guys like Warren Buffett, like 91 and his counterpart, um, 
I forgot his name right now, but I think he's he's even older. He's like 96. Charlie Munger. He's like 96 or 97 or something. These dudes are still giving speeches at annual events. And I'm like, it's wild. Is it Warren Buffett? I think I saw the uh, HBO documentary on him. Mm-hmm. Isn't he the one? He goes like McDonald's, McDonald's every morning still. McDonald's yeah. every morning. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Warren Buffett is true. Yeah. Well, shoot, man. Let's get into it, man. So, well, no way. How's how's uh, December treating you guys so far? You guys got any lights up on the house or any tree? You know, you guys get the tree yet? The inside is done. Yeah, Marissa trees she are did. Up. Yeah, trees yeah. up. Marissa did a deep dive into getting the lights and decorations going in the house. We got lights to put outside, but it's just man, we've been freaking busy. And then Kason's birthday coming up this weekend, his party. So just right, ran. his birthday's on like Thursday. It's on Thursday, bro. Birthday Little party guy on turns Saturday. On. Right. We got some we got some B days this month. Crazy, man. My daughter, your son, Walt Disney, we got a, a bunch. Jesus. My niece on Wednesday. All right. Nice. It's a celebration. Well, it looks like Hurricane Ian just went through my garage. It's unbelievable. All this all this shit that's has to come down, you know, all the plastic bins and stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm looking around and it's like, oh, can we stop recording and I can clean, please? Um. All right, let's get into it, man. So sports and comics, we're doing sports this week first, the World Cup. So uh, now um, a collective sigh of relief. All Americans across the the country can now go back to not giving a shit about the World Cup and soccer, right, guys? We were talking over text uh, for a Very little much. bit of the last couple of days. So, yeah, the USA, unfortunately, they get off to a horrible start. And um, I think they go down 2-0 two, two early to the netherlands and at that point i i just went to sleep because i had just gotten home from work so um yeah they lose three to one and poland actually loses also they lose they lost they lose three to one also against france i think it was three one or three three yeah it was three it was three one it was three i believe it was three to one so um yeah so you know it was what three days in a row and we were like okay cool one down we're in like usa was in and then Poland had the crazy day where it was they they lost 2-0 to Argentina and Mexico 1-2-0 against uh, Saudi Arabia. But then they couldn't – Mexico couldn't score another goal or Argentina couldn't score another goal because at that point, the fair play points, uh, Mexico had had two extra yellow cards against them. Hmm. So that's what was propelling Poland into the round of 16. And then sure enough, I think stoppage timer towards the end of the game, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia nets one, which, you know, pretty much solidifies Poland in, but they lose already too. So we've already had two out of our three teams go into the round of 16 and are already out. Uh, Portugal is in the round of 16 playing to in, in two days of right. Or is it tomorrow? Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. The sixth. Nice. At 11 o'clock, man. Yeah, so you guys want to talk about the the previous games or what's coming up? Go ahead, man. Let's talk a little World Cup. It's uh, kind of a short segment here with sports this week. Uh, it's been, I think, everything we expected in the second round in terms of, you know, the favorites are pretty much dominating. Uh, that's that's And that's what it is in the World Cup, man. Uh, there was some excitement in the first round. I know it's, you know, the first game, second game of group play. You know you have three games, so it's really easy to kind of catch yourself slipping. You get that Saudi Arabia over Argentina, you know, you get that Japan over Germany, you get some games like that. But once you get into the knockout stage, that's when, you know, everyone starts tightening up a little bit and France beat Poland. You know, the FOMO is flips, you know, goes to the top to kind of should have happened. USA, you know, the end me, we can win. We should win. 
shouldn't have won that game, man. You know, at the end of the day, playing Netherlands, like, it's almost like Vin Diesel says, you never had a chance. You never had your car. You never had your car. You know, (laughs) I I hate to say that. And I hate to say that, but it's just like, even today, Brazil just blew the freaking roof off of freaking South Korea. That freaking penalty, bro. Come oh, yeah. on, that you was guys an saw that. Yeah. He was he wasn't even looking. It's like he was looking back at the guy and wanting to then kick him. He was literally trying to clear the ball, and then he gets behind. Like he comes up yeah. from behind him and say, "Ooh, I want to steal that, <laughs> that ball you're trying sucks. to kick." And so in the follow through, you just kick the back of his, uh, his Achilles yeah. or his. Come on, man. Yeah. <sighs> and that was and that wasn't even the biggest thing I was pissed off about just today. You know what I'm pissed off about today? This is the freaking PKs. Having to decide the freaking game, yeah, like, like you move on. I know it's been a rule for a hundred years, you know, or whatever. But damn, man, they gotta just, change. The thing change is, something. with changing that though, with changing that, you have to change multiple things. That's the, and that's just what it has to be. Right, and, soccer, you have to change the subs thing. It, that's what it comes down to. Because the right. thing is, the quality goes so it gets so bad when there's no legs. And I know Mark would agree with that, and he sees it too. I mean, we all see it when these guys run overtime; they can't run. They're freaking kicking balls left and right. And it's just like, dude, like, there's no point in even having the game going on anymore. You're just going to risk right. getting freaking hurt. Right. No, I understand that. And then I also think to myself, um, the rest of the world and FIFA are not going to want to cater to just the United States to get soccer itself or USA soccer more popular in the United States by changing pretty much half the sport right just like changing it drastically like oh we're only doing it for america like screw you like we're like they're okay with it having being a brazilian sport a european sport an asian sport they're okay with keeping soccer as one of their own right that's their sport you know we have so so many other sports to care about (laughs) so it's so it's unfortunate it's um you know and it it was unfortunate honestly for japan to get that you know that draw obviously going to pks because in my opinion I felt like Japan played well, way too good of a game to just have it end like that, right? Right. Just, they played hell I mean, again. You played your hearts out. I've been saying this since the preview show that we had for this, uh, for the World Cup, and I mentioned like those Japanese man, they're tactical, they're quick, they're good. They got a low center of gravity. They'll beat you. They'll make you think twice. And man. I really thought they had a chance. I think no um, Asian team has ever advanced to the quarterfinals, if I'm not mistaken. I thought that they could have had a chance with all with the with the Croatian team that's getting a little bit older here, with Modric and oh, yeah. uh, Perisic, and you know a lot of those players um, getting a little bit older. I think that Japan, although with them having some older players as well, I think that they had a chance. And just when you go and you miss those those two penalties right off the bat, I mean your first two, it's kind of like you can pretty much kiss it goodbye. It's like scoring Man. five or six in the top of the first inning, right? Well, you said you, well, you said lower center of gravity. You know, it was also lower as was was their p- penalty uh, attempts. They're, they're on the ground. Shots. Like they're you said, you, like you even said shots. it, Sean. Like, can we get uh, some air under these balls? Like, what the hell's going on? You had a blast into a corner, but you're a professional. I mean, I'll say this: when you kick a friggin' penalty shot, that goal it shrinks when you have a goalkeeper in there, especially a professional. But and it's harder than a free throw. I will I will stand. You actually have someone who can block the shot. But you're still a professional. I mean, what Mike said, they were just basically passing it to the damn goalkeeper. Like right. when you see those Croatians, they were blasting that ball. Like I don't know. Yeah, they, they left no doubt. You know, like if it was yeah. like I think one of them got saved. 
right? But he left no like he he hammered. He, he, yeah, he had, it was a good shot. It was a good save. Like there, you know, Croatian right. keeper saved it, but like it didn't take much to save it. You yeah, just guessed I think it I right could away. But I, I I I will give credit to one of my followers on Twitter, which he's like a show in uh, in stadium show host at over there at the at the San Jose Earthquakes game, and he's nice. Portuguese as well. And I started following him, and he said he actually said this right before like they were about to go to PKs, and I'm like quoting his tweet. He said, "I'm afraid for Japan if this gets to PKs, not the best spot shooters and lack the spot kick slash pressure experience." Yeah, Croatia has played through. Croatia has played through extra times and PKs and major tourneys for years. Case we'll see. I think Japan. He's. I think Japan should go for it now before the PKs. And man, boy was spot hit on. on the head. Hit it right. Hit the nail right on the head, man. Because was it the Euro Cup or was it last World Cup that they were in the finals? Croatia last World Cup they lost to France in the in final. The World Cup. Right, finals. So I mean, of course, yeah, experience. Hell yeah. It's a damn good Croatian team. It's the same team as freaking pretty much the last uh, World Cup. Uh, and yeah, I guess the, the theme that we're seeing now, I think me and Mark are just hoping it continues tomorrow and the favorites win. I mean, the <laughs> focus is on Portugal, <laughs> wrong, man. I mean, yeah. hopefully we get a Morocco upset. I mean, that's the only thing I would want because that'd be just good for soccer. <laughs> but yeah, um, they did win the group. Morocco won the group seven points. Yeah. Like I mentioned, Morocco, they actually only conceded one goal and it was an own goal. I think to, I forgot who it was. But they've, dude, they're playing really good. They won the, they won the uh, group, and I'm actually scared for Morocco. I know they're gonna be the underdogs, but I mean, from what I see in soccer, I mean, obviously, I think Spain is uh, obviously probably gonna take it, especially if it gets down to PKs as well. They're one of those teams that are very seasoned in those type of situations. But um, man, in my eyes, it, I don't think it's gonna be that much of an upset if, uh, you know, if Morocco wins, you know. They're good. They're good. No, no, no. I'm, I'm with you on that, bro. They you got think some good world-class players. They're good. They're literally like neighbors with Spain. You know, you know the Strait of Gibraltar is right there. Portugal, Portugal, Spain, Morocco. All those teams are kind of you know. Look right at there. you, Mr. Geography. Damn, I was Gibraltar. like, hold on, Mark. Let me pull up my map, jam. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, true. I think Mark has the map open right now. No, no, I swear. I, I can see in the reflection of his glasses. <laughs> the glare. <laughs> the reason I know so much about Morocco, for one, our guy f- from New York, French, Frenchy Montana, I think is Moroccan. Yeah. And number <laughs> oh, two, yeah. I remember when I went out to Portugal, when I went out to Portugal in 2006 and I was out there, someone was telling me that that's where a lot of the hash comes from. It like comes up through like Morocco and whatnot, and it goes up into Spain and Portugal. And I was like, oh, and then I looked at Morocco. I'm like, oh, it's right there. Literally, it's right south of Spain. So. And you know what about Morocco? It's it's true, too. Like we wouldn't like if we go back and they beat Spain, we shouldn't be too, too surprised. They were scoreless against Croatia. They beat Belgium 2-0. And then they gave up the own goal against Canada. Canada. They won that game two to one. So I mean, that's the game that they gave up. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, Mark, you're you're right. Um, And Canada had so many high hopes coming into this World Cup. Like I mentioned, one of two teams with zero points. And dude, and with Qatar, right? Yeah. (laughs) And like the other thing that I'm trying to say is. like they were saying that Canada probably even had a better chance to advance farther than the U.S. in this World Cup. Guys could barely couldn't score a goal. Yeah, they man. Do, no, they dominated uh, qualification. The qualifying. That's why yes. they gave up the least amount of goals. They scored the most amount of goals. But 
when you're also going against some of those teams that we qualify against. Like you do have, you know, your U.S., Mexico, Canada. You also got your TNT. You got your, you know, El Salvador. The, no offense, but the teams that are just really not world class as strong as others. But I don't know, man. I'm do you, do, too much do, time do, spent on Canada. <laughs> do you see Liverpool's ex uh, substitute midfielder Shakiri or that guy? Uh, I think he used to be on Shaqiri. Arsenal. Shaka. No, it's Shakiri and Shaka. No, yeah. no, and Shaka or, or there's mm-hmm. another guy, right? You see them? You see any of them being able to? Score on Portugal or maybe threaten. I think okay. Portugal has. Was Shakiri the one? He, I think it was either World Cup last time or they're in the group stage with Poland. And Shakiri had like a nice ass like bicycle kick goal against Poland. It was so nice. I was like, oh, Shakiri. He's, he's our most creative player. He's just one of those. His shirt's always a little smaller than it should be. A little short, stubby guy and nice right, left yeah. foot. But no, it's, it's, it's going to be a tough game for Portugal. I mean, I said earlier, I think we can win comfortably but with that being said it's going to be one of those that we have to be on our game i mean you're in the freaking knockout stage now switzerland's not going to be no freaking pushover (laughs) i think we have the better roster i I think we're going to win i'm very confident in it but no you can't sleep on these guys man they're here for a reason (laughs) so i'm going to cut in real quick aaron says let me get a raiders one time fellas um uh, Raiders. Hey man, That's different football, but Raiders. Let's see what happens. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there shortly, eh, dog? <laughs> um. So before we get into a couple odds here, we already probably, you know, we already know who the favorite is. Them getting that four-one win. But what do you guys think about these uh, matchups coming up uh, for the quarterfinals that are already set? What do you guys think about? Uh, Netherlands, Argentina, I think that's going to be good with Messi and Van Dyke over there trying I to... I wouldn't be surprised if Argentina fell backwards as that's how they played against uh, Iran and... Or no, Saudi Arabia? Iran. Iran. Yeah. Iran? Saudi Arabia, right. Yeah. And um, and they slip up and they lose to the Netherlands because the Netherlands look... The Netherlands look really good against the United States. And uh, I can't... I don't know what time it's at. I hope it's uh, it's probably during the freaking work week this week. But I really want to watch that France and England game because England's been playing really well. But France is probably one of the I top f- two favorites to win the whole thing with Brazil, I'd say. I'm going double underdog on those games, too. I like Netherlands wow. and I like England. Dude, I love Bellingham, that young midfielder from Borussia Dortmund. That guy's the next big thing. And what you oh, said, yeah. Rashford is scoring goals left and right. You still got Kane waiting to get started. No, I... I'm surprised I, Sterling. He's been a missile kind of. Sterling has not been it for them. He has a little pace to the obviously the flank and stuff, and they, he's an old player. They, that's the thing. They're playing so good, and he hasn't even really got started yet. They got Saka over there too. So if they're all clicking, man, it's <laughs> yeah, Mike, you a damn fool, <laughs> Saka. <laughs> oh shit. And and, it, and those are the only two that's set right now, right? Yes. Yes. Or no. No, because no, Brazil, got, Brazil, oh, Brazil and Croatia. Has theirs too. Yeah. Yeah, it is Brazil, Croatia. Uh, okay, so uh, Brazil, Brazil, Croatia. Brazil, Brazil by the blow the doors off that too. Yeah, probably. And then Portugal, ho- hopefully, I mean, if it's favored to be Portugal versus Spain. So going forward, I, I, I know you. we all hate to do that. Like, oh, if we win this, what do you guys think your chances are against Spain if indeed Portugal and Spain are victorious tomorrow? Uh, we can beat them. For sure we can beat them. The thing is, a Portugal, I think sometimes we just freaking like lose concentration sometimes, especially Spain's, Spain's one of those possession teams. They want to pass, 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 pass. 
and it's just you gotta stay focused everyone has to do their job uh, you know i think we can beat them where i think we're gonna just face a lot of challenges is if we get to that possible france matchup but that france matchup may just as well be as an england matchup so portugal right. portugal and spain tied in the 2013 world mm-hmm. 2018 world cup in the opening match 3-3 i personally in my opinion not just i'm not that i'm a homer or whatnot but i think that portugal has probably gotten a little bit better and spain might have gotten a little bit worse or lost a little mm-hmm. bit i Younger. mean they're getting older as well um i think Portugal is gelling more now. I think Felix getting in the mix with those young legs being a lot better. We, you know, I I think that Portugal got a pretty good chance against Spain, probably more than I would have thought in in previous years. I love that. I love that, bro. You said it right, man. I think yeah, Spain they were old in 2018, slowly getting the transition from the Sergio Ramos and yes. all those guys, and they, their team now like they have. Some of those old vets still, like your Sudra, Busquets, Morata, but they also have super, super young guys on that team. So we'll see. Thiago, Thiago's not there. Yeah. He's out. So there either. That's big, that's big for them because he's a good midfielder. I mean, I see him play at Liverpool every weekend. So him you being who, out. You know who ahead. else tied Portugal in the group stage in the 2014 World Cup? Yes, Spain. USA. United States. Shout out USA. Maui Brewing Company with the best fucking bar top in the fucking game. The whole bar top, you had the you know the wood right. You sit at the bar, had mm-hmm. your wood, and then right where they serve you your glass of beer, the other half of it was a whole big strip of ice. So you put your glass That's on badass. it, so it keeps it cold. I can't think what the hell was the There was there was the whole bar, the whole bar area was full of like fifty to seventy USA fans, all on vacation in Maui at this, at this restaurant to watch USA and and uh, I remember you were there. <laughs> and because you're three hours even ahead of the Pacific Standard Time, it was at seven in the morning, eight in the morning. You just had two hours of people just drinking beer, <laughs> right like right buck crack ass of dawn in the morning. So mm-hmm. good times. All right, so. Uh, good luck to Portugal. Uh, good luck to the rest of the teams we will have. So by the time that we finish up, because are we going to have the round, the quarterfinals already completed? Yes, the quarterfinals are the ninth and the tenth. So that would be Friday, Saturday. Damn. And then the okay. semis is the thirteenth, fourteenth. So that would mean that we will record before the semifinals. So we will be down to four teams by the time that we record episode 100 and freaking 70. So let's go. And then we were, and then 171, we will be talking about the world cup champion. Champion. Hopefully it's Portugal. Right. Because we'll be, because the eight, Mm -hmm. because the 18th is the final, which is on a Sunday. Yeah. So the very next day we could have a, yeah. Yeah. It'll be on a Sunday, the 18th. I don't know what it is, but I just like the odds say it, the, the, the analysts say it, but there's just, Portugal is always like out of like the teams that are like European or like the ones that can be up there. I mean, like, you know, Netherlands is ahead of them right now in odds. Um, you know, Belgium would have been. It's like I feel like they a lot of people. We don't get the level yet. I mean, they've only really they they proved the 2016 Euros. And I mean, they got like a superstar in Ronaldo. But, man, it's just they they. They're like, what, 12 to 1, 10 to 1, 13 to 1. Depends where you shop and what book you're looking at. But, um, you know, I thought Spain, a lot better odds, too, when I just mentioned that I think they have a pretty good chance and Spain could have digressed this year. But, man, Brazil, obviously your odds on favorite with France, Argentina, England kind of 
Spain, Netherlands. That's like your top right there. So I just wanted to give I those think, out real quick. I think the odds makers are looking at your text messages, Mark, because it seems like half the time that Portugal plays, you're complaining about them. Like, why do they do this? You know, they do this, mm-hmm. this, and that. They, you know, and then all of a sudden they're going to give up some cheapo goal, right? They can't put one in. You know, as I'm saying, so so maybe they know something that what you're they're, you're you know they're also watching what you're watching. I, I, I liked Carvalho, the change in the middle. I like how he played the ball and up the middle more. And I love that switch with Pepe with Ruben Diaz in the back. I think that the um you know the what do you call it the veteran um mm-hmm. right you know just them communicating with each other. I just I think that's a, a good change that Fernando Santos did. So we'll see. Let's yeah. uh. Let's see what happens, man. Great footy talk with you guys. Borsa, Borsa. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's move on to college football. Nothing to talk about here, so let's move on to NFL Week 13. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> USC, not a good showing. Um, and I knew that, you know, because we had the argument last week, Mark, about, you know, uh, why are these teams, like, why would these teams be punished by getting a chance to play an extra game? Like, TCU is undefeated, right? If they lost, which they did, now they're one loss, same as Ohio State. Why would Ohio State be able to jump them? Why are they punished for playing another game, yeah. a championship game? Even though Ohio State's one loss is against Michigan, like the number two team in the nation, it doesn't matter. Ohio State didn't even get a chance to play for the but, Big Ten yeah. championship. Oh, I, I, and you know what? It wasn't until the day of that I realized it was Purdue. It wasn't even Michigan State, Penn State. Wisconsin, like it wasn't even, it was freaking Purdue. And it's funny, one of the guys at my work, he um, he goes to Purdue, but like you know, of course, online. And he was, he wore his Purdue shirt and his hoodie. And he was like, yeah, fucking Boilermakers. And he's Boiler not even, a, and he's not even like a big football fan, but he was like, yeah. And I was like, go blue. And he was like, ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> just, so, just so I understand that, actually, because I mean, that's I'm probably sounding like a dumbass, but just to confirm, obviously Michigan played versus Purdue. Right. Ohio State one loss versus Michigan. Why right. wouldn't Ohio State play Michigan in the championship? Because they still have divisions. Because they I have believe. divisions. That's the East and the West. Yes. Yeah. That's so they're all a... they're all jumped up in the division. So they want to separate. They want to keep Ohio State and Michigan together because they know it'd be those two probably every freaking year. Well, if you paid attention, Sean. On Utah played USC in the championship. They didn't play Oregon. Why? Because the Pac-12 did away with divisions. They did away with yep, the divisions. Yep. So you get the two best teams, which is so much better. But it then, is better. But then the best team with the best record gets screwed because they can't beat one certain team. So who was really the best team in the Pac-12? Right. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like I think that had to do with like maybe if maybe if USC would have lost to another team, but with them playing that that Pac-12 conference title game and then them losing to the exact same team and that they, they only and lost the way they, they lost lost by one point in Utah in the middle of the season one. and then they got pounded on a freaking neutral. So right. that that's problem though. That's points it was just. Damn. It was just too many variables, in my opinion. But yeah. you're right. It's like, I mean, you're totally right. If they, but then again, they would have never made it. Yeah, yeah, they would have never mean, been in the title game. Yeah. I so. mean, at this point, when you look at the Pac-12 game, it, when you look at the amount of games that I've seen this year that the Trojans play under Lincoln Riley, that defense, I've seen better tackling in the MVAL. Honestly, <laughs> like James well, yeah. Logan and Newer Memorial, you see better t- freaking tackling there. Well, so, where, where, where did he come from? The Big Twelve. Well, ex- no, Big 12 I know, is horrendous I know, for defense. But he was also given Helton's defense. 
who was also they were four and eight last year who gave up a boatload of points too. So just open up the transfer portal. Just let them all come in. They're all going to Colorado they're coming. now, though. They're going to Twitch Prime. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, you guys heard about that. That's another story. They, for they're the, going to coach Prime. Let, let's no get into way. Prime in a little bit. Let's finish no talking way. about these, these four teams real quick. So, so anyway, so now it's Georgia versus Ohio State, Michigan versus TCU. Yeah. I was going to um, ask you guys about TCU. If you guys want to give your take, the line has been dropping, opened at about nine and a half. We're down to about seven and a half. I don't like I mean, them. They've had sharps. a couple of close games these past handful of weeks. I don't know. I'm not really the biggest fan of TCU. But, I mean, the history of the record speaks for itself. Like, right. I'm not, but if they have the slow start, that if Michigan has a slow start that like they did against Purdue, I would at least – that's a nice little uh, half point right there. I, I would take that hook, TCU plus seven and a half. I think yeah. it's going to be a closer game than people think. I so do I, Mike. I'm with you on that one. But TCU was also in the same predicament, Michael, that USC was because TCU made that conference title game. But the only difference with them is they were undefeated going into it. If they would have had one loss like USC and then lost the way like, I mean, obviously it was a closer game than Kansas State. Well, yeah, yeah, then uh, they would have been. Yeah, then then Nick Saban would have gotten in. So we don't want that. Thank you. So that's good. They were actually undefeated uh, TCU. And you know what? TCU. I know they haven't been playing anybody really. Um, I know that they've been ma- miss. Um, sorry, they've been facing like backup quarterbacks in a lot of these games, and I know that they, you know, lost this game to Kansas State. But I mean, and I know their defense is that Big Twelve defense, but people doubt them, and they've been that underdog all year. And like, am I a big believer in Duggan? Obviously, he's a Heisman hopeful, which uh, you know we'll talk about that in a second too. But I think that. You know, Sonny Dykes, we saw him with his air raid offense here at Cal with uh, Mm -hmm. Jared Goff. So he's got the offense to do it. And it's just something, I guess, that, you know, with them being the underdog, with um, Sonny Dykes being the coach, I I guess I'm just kind of pulling for them, you know, just why not? Um, Just uh, the underdog and the whole thing. People have been doubting them. And I think, like you said, Mike, I think that they have the horses to somewhat hang. They just got to be able to make a couple stops on Michigan. What are your guys' thoughts? I think it would make for a better national championship game if Michigan won. Yes. I think Michigan probably has the better chance of all three of the teams. Well, no, actually, I think I think that Ohio State and Michigan have the two better sh- chances at Georgia. Obviously, Ohio State's playing Georgia in the first round, but if you're talking about just the two and the three seed, oh, just for what? ratings-wise, the game-wise, overall mm-hmm. team, offense and defense, special teams, just a whole – you look at the whole spectrum of the team, I think Georgia – uh, and Michigan is a better matchup than yeah. than what Georgia Ohio- and TCU. What if Ohio State beats Georgia? <laughs> We're looking down the barrel of Ohio State and Michigan again. My That'd God, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun game again too. What's the What's the spread on that game? Do they have a spread early spread on Georgia and Ohio State? Mm, yeah, I mean it's not early. It's already out. Let me get it for you, Sean. Give your thoughts on TCU and whatnot. Uh, I think Michigan's gonna win that football game. Michigan's good, and I I knew Michigan was good. But like just watching them, especially the Pasco, really, I mean, especially from that Ohio State game on, like they're just so strong. That running back, I mean, shoot, he should have been a Heisman hopeful. He's a freaking beast. And their defense, I mean, even like uh, the last game, God, their quarterback had like three or four touchdowns. Like he had, I think, three touchdowns. I want to say they were like over thirty yards or forty yards. And actually, maybe the Ohio State game that they played. I mean, he showed that they're not just a running team. Also, so. Yeah, I think that 
Michigan's going to win that football game. And I agree with the Mike that they're going to probably be the best matchup against Georgia, even though Georgia, they're just, they're different, man. They're good. They're strong. I mean, the quarterback's like 25 years old. So he's a aging veteran in the college football game, but we'll see, man. It's just do we hard. not? I'm sorry to cut you off, Sean, but do we not have, Wow, we don't have anything on on New Year's Day. Oh wow, because it's a freaking Sunday. It's a Sunday, so it's NFL. Yeah. Wow. We don't have. have so we have Actually, the. Rose you got Raiders, Raiders and Niners, baby. <laughs> Look Great. at his face. Hey, you know you what? Have, you guys hey, got you know Harley and Car. Hey, you know what? We will get into it in a second, but that could be a spoiler, like a season spoiler game. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as seedings concerned. As long as we're up, as long as we're up by two games, and uh, well, us beating Seattle is the biggest thing. We win Seattle. I mean, we'll talk about it. It's like right. So, so New Year's (laughs) Eve, New Year's Eve at 1 p.m. We have TCU and Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl, and then Ohio State and Georgia play at 5 p.m. in the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. So, uh, and then Tulane and and USC uh, in the in the, the these are all January 2nd. Tulane, USC in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl. Mississippi State, Illinois in the – oh, no, I mean, who cares about that one? The, the, yeah, the, yeah, the Weed Eater Bowl. Uh, the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl is LSU and Purdue. And then finally the Rose Bowl game, Penn State versus Utah. So – That can't – don't with, – with with Bryce Young sitting out for the draft – um, that Kansas State and Alabama game, what's um, it's the Sugar Bowl, right? That game is gonna be oh, that's fun. Right. I think. That's I right. Think Sugar Bowl, right there. A, I think Kansas State got a decent that's, chance. That's your yeah. like wake up, like oh, good morning, it's New Year's Eve, 9 a.m. The All-State mm. Sugar Bowl. Yep. That's right. Tennessee Early and Clemson in the Orange Bowl. That's not that's a bad a good game. One. That's on a Friday too. the 30th at 5 p.m. So sit down a little dinner, you know? Yeah, that's that's good. Some good games. Yeah, definitely. Iowa, Kentucky. Oh man, what's that score gonna be? I do fourteen to eleven. You know what? I do love that. <laughs> I, I do love that. You know, because because now that I I'm at the age where you know I got two kids, you know, married. I don't give a shit really about you know these these New Year's uh, parties and stuff. I don't know if my wife's planning anything for this year, but like all day on New Year's Eve, just not like worrying about having to, you know, dress up and go out, drive somewhere, drink and get home somehow. 9 a.m., 1 p.m., 5 p.m. Fucking amazing. Amazing. And then you wake up the next day. If you party hangover, you don't have to worry about missing any games because I have so many times. I'm Sean. We've experienced it firsthand over at uh, down at Alban Court. We have. Waking up, wake up the next morning, we're just like, oh, watching the Rose Parade. Like, what the fuck did I do last night? You know, like, we don't have burger. to do that anymore. It's not like that anymore. But isn't the Rose Bowl like at two? Oh, the parade, the parade. Yeah, yeah, bro. The parade. Have you been hung over in the last couple months or the last couple of years since you've turned 30? It lasts like three or four days. <laughs> like thank god that i have my schedule now to where like my weekends are three or four days not just the two days because I, I was at my old job where it was monday through friday and i just got saturday and sunday i still didn't feel a hundred percent going in monday morning unless i got like a boatload of sleep right so yeah. i don't know it's the worst with the kids too. you're older oh my god because the kids don't stop the kids are up at 6 a.m 6 30 <laughs> you know dad dad I, I want my toast i want i want to watch in Toy Story, uh, you know, big city you greens, boy, big, big city green. <laughs> OK, so NFL week 13 is in the books. Week 14 is now here. Um, the Raiders IV or the Raiders stupidly get. Hey, hey, Mark, watch it. Watch it. You know, we could have certain listeners, you know, Sean, the other, 
on the right? other side. No, Sean mentioned El Salvador earlier. Like, shh, quiet, dude, quiet. Sorry, oh, sorry. Sorry. I was just, <laughs> just, just kidding. Roman numerals here, That's brother. Offensive. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, hey, we've seen our, our – uh... It's like that It's like that meme, the Wheel of Fortune, where it says uh, something be in the air tonight. Did you see it? It says love be in the air tonight. And then right. it's it's like it, it's like if you look at it, it says F me in the A tonight. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have seen that. Seen it, and it's like That's... if you if you thought about this, the, the, the uh, social media has messed you up. <laughs> it's right. funny. That's how funny. OK, so the Raiders stupidly get their uh, third straight win of the, uh, you know, third straight win, I believe. Yep. Third. Um, the Niners are now up to eight and four. So how kind of lackluster they looked and kind of just kind of average not in the defensive side but the offensive side in the beginning part of the year they're really starting to you know churn the butter so to speak uh, the running game the defense finally gave up a point in the second half after the previous four giving up zero points in the second half Bums. unbelievable defensive stat by the way but then no chance yeah not say no yeah. chance but no chance of jimmy g coming back as he uh has to have foot surgery season ending foot surgery so sean get into the game against miami which is a formidable opponent in the afc and now going forward without jimmy g what are your thoughts sir uh miami went against a juggernaut defense they went against a lot of teams that were scoring teams so it was going to be a shootout every game and they knew going to levi's it wasn't going to be like that and it kind of proved to you know what i expected we get pressure on tua i mean again what i said to you guys we got lucky with a couple inaccurate passes from Tua, um, a little bit of mistiming. They did, of course, hit the monster Tyreek touchdown. Uh, Tyreek, I'm just going to throw it out there. He is a top five, top ten player in football. He is that good. He is that good. I don't care what no one says. I'm taking out of the personal opinion people may have of him. He is so damn good. Who? He's, he, Tyreek. Tyreek. Oh, he, God. Yeah, he is I mean, he so is so damn good, and it's he, not even close. Like he's yeah. He's a beast. Yeah, he's also a top five or ten child beater, too. I just want to throw that out there, too. But you know yeah. what? I'd take him he's on my shit. football team, and you'd probably take him, too. <laughs> I wouldn't want him on the football team. You nope. are tripping. If the Raiders picked him up right now, stop. stop. No. Stop. Absolutely stop. not. Stop. 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 No. I, I, would, I, I would want You're him to tear tripping. his ACL the, the first You're week. You're tripping. You're crazy. I, I will never be able to take that. You're hella tripping. No. Absolutely not. Stop. stop. If, you, Look, if, bro, if you told, if you told me that he would lead me to the Super Bowl, maybe. But just to be on my team to make our team a little better, maybe make the playoffs at like fucking, you know, 10 and 7. No, no. He's bro, a piece of shit. Oh, bro. You know what? We probably all got pieces of shit on our team that we don't know about, though, man. He is. And that's, <laughs> True the, thing. That. And, and that's the thing. I don't know about it. That until, makes you feel better about then, it. <laughs> but no, I was happy we got the win and the Jimmy injury happened. And now we're stuck with Mr irrelevant or now mr relevant whatever you want to call it but no it's it's a tough situation man because it's true the expectations are a super bowl straight up uh especially with the dominating defense we're lucky that we have a great running game but the reality is what i said earlier i stand by it um i just don't know if the long-term trajectory is mr irrelevant getting us to a super bowl is it sustainable i mean you know, shoot, man, you lose freaking Trey Lance, who you were banking on, down with the shit. Freaking Jimmy gets hurt, and I down with the shit. And I was like, what What do you do? What actually can you do right now? Best case scenario, maybe Trey magically comes back in three to four weeks, but it's like you come back, what, one or two weeks before the playoffs with no rhythm? I, 
I actually am one of those situations where I, I'm kind of going with what Fred Warner said. You know what? This guy practices against our defense every day. Just freaking roll with them. He knows the playbook. Uh, Shanahan today said in the open presser, you know what? When he came in straight up, no bullshit, we stuck to the same game plan. And it's true. I mean, he passed for over 200 yards in the freaking, you know, three quarters, had two touchdown passes. Just give the kid a shot, man. He was a huge high school recruit. He was recruited by Alabama, a couple of the biggest schools, and he chose Iowa State and four-year he was starter. Good. He I was watched a lot of Iowa good. State games good. with him. He in was it. hella good. So at this point, it's just like, you know what? Go and make sure you have a backup quarterback. I mean, I don't want Mayfield. I hate Mayfield. I cannot stand Mayfield. Uh, yeah, I don't think Shanahan wants him yeah. either, honestly. Go and get a vet, you know, a vet vet. That you can kind of just plug and play, worst case scenario. But I mean, Purdy, at this point, you just got to stick with him. I think we're just too far into the season to just bring in some Joe Blow. Here's a playbook. Go learn how to play with our team. It's crazy, bro. Like, we have four games left, five games left, and we just lost our top two quarterbacks. Like, ah, great. Yeah, five games left. You're right. Eight and four. You guys, uh, we helped you guys. Um, being the Seahawks the other week, obviously, but that was, that was I mean, you know, that was actually a fun game to watch. I was putting up the lights that day outside and um, that was a fun uh, game to watch Which out one? there in the garage. The Raider game. Seattle I mean, game. It was, oh, I was going back and forth. I, put up, I was put up some staples and stuff and then Raiders in Seattle or Raiders and Chargers Raiders in Seattle. Oh, yeah. You know what? Well, because I, I kind of it, it's kind of weird because Sean wasn't here last week to talk about it. So it was it, it was it was Raiders and, and Seahawks. Um right. Raiders and Chargers, a little less enjoyable, right? Of course, um, two Raiders players are going to hopefully win me a championship in fantasy because Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs are absolutely insane right now. Absolutely insane fantasy-wise. I mean, Josh Jacobs has over double points than Ezekiel Elliott in fantasy. Yeah, just an idea where Zeke is now and Josh Jacobs, people sleep on him, man. He's a top freaking seven running Pollard back. has like Pollard has 55 five. more points than Ezekiel Elliott yeah it's crazy and that yeah. team is still so nine no, two or whatever no team in the NFC South is over 500 um they pulled even 500 today with this right. one point win oh, barely Tampa. barely barely with Tampa okay, why Bay tonight. on a third and one a third and one this is where I think there's a fix a third and one <laughs> at fix. midfield for New Orleans, and you have Taysom Hill, and instead you do a freaking quick slant pass, and then you punt. Bro, just run the fucking ball twice. I mean, sorry for my language, but uh, no, 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 that, 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 that pissed me off. Like, dude, you win, the, you win the football game if you run the ball. Right. I mean, things like that get coaches fired, you know? You How do you think I felt when the, when the Niners didn't punch it in that day? Well, and screwed it. up my whole parlay. It. It's I like, dude, it. just one yard, dude, one yard, and they kicked the feet. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> it's, uh, it sucks, dude. It sucks. But yes, well. but sorry about that. I I got my weeks confused. So yes, the Raiders uh, beating San Diego or L.A. Whatever. But I don't care if the Raiders go six and eleven every year. If those six wins are against Kansas City, Denver, and the Chargers, <laughs> oh my god, I'm I'm happy every Sunday that that happens. You know what? The, you know, the Denver you know what? Broncos still have never beaten the Las Vegas Raiders. Can you believe that? With all the shit that we've gone through uh, as an organization the last couple of years, and you know all the eh, come please. Oh god, it feels so good to beat those teams. Sorry I don't know, man. Chiefs, we got Chargers and Broncos fans out there, but we, man, and I'm sure you feel the same way when you beat the Raiders. I'm sure you feel the same damn way. Yeah. <laughs> For the Raiders fans out there, though, we're riding a three-game winning streak. 
we got a Thursday night game coming up here in about three days where we're we're six point favorites. I don't like being that much of a favorite on the road, but then again, Oh, I'm, I'm going to run your, run your pool right now. And I am putting the, who are we playing? Stafford is on the IR. Stafford's on the IR. I don't care. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. And our owner has been the biggest pimp all weekend. I don't know if you've seen our guy Mark <laughs> Davis that? though, but he's Sean, running did around. You see that? He's running oh, around. With a, is he playing on player? Th- Lloyd Christmas old. is is. Uh, oh man! I don't know what you heard smoke, about him. A smoke show he's running around with. So our team's kind of on the up and up right now. And I mean, if we can get this win on <laughs> Thursday, which is uh, it up right now, <laughs> it's very doable. That's four in a row, and not just that. You get to six and seven, bro. If you're six and seven, I think with some of these teams, there might be a chance. I mean, talk about Lloyd Christmas here. I mean, pun intended, right? I mean. You saying there's a chance? Could be. Raiders. Wow. Have, Raiders Mark. have not been good, but a little optimism here as I'm looking at the rest of the standings. You know, um, nice the Browns. You only one game there. behind uh, the Chargers for second place, and now it's favorable, man. You guys. Oh, got the, so man. here's the rest of the schedule, though. Okay, the Rams. Winnable. Could win, yeah. At home against the Patriots. Uh, it's winnable. It's winnable. It's, it's winnable. winnable. it's winnable. I mean, th- I, I was saying this at work the, the other way, the other week, but finally, finally, the pa- New England Patriots are back where they're supposed to be. The worst winnable. team in the, <laughs> the worst team in the AFC East. Thank God. <laughs> there it um, is. In Pittsburgh. It's winnable. It's still winnable. It. Still winnable. Oh, that's going to be tough. And that's then, a and loss. Then, <laughs> and then depending on who's the, the quarterback, of course, um, always a close San game. Francisco. It's never it, at home against the Niners and then and at KC. home against, and then at home against the Chiefs. So the, I would say right now five, five games. Oh God, you guys get I mean, We have to win four. Nine, you got to win a minimum <laughs> four minimum. And that's just, and that, and that still puts you in a tough spot because Miami's at eight wins in second place. Bro, Jets that's going to suck. We have to. Wins. If it's going to be a situation where we have to win against the Chiefs, like if you win, you're in, or if you win, you get That's some help, and it's worse. like just kind of stringing you along, and all of a sudden we don't miss, like we miss the playoffs by a game or two or whatever, and then oh cool, and now we have the 14th pick in the draft, like the the cool, Jets, when you could have had the top three pick. The Jets, the Browns, and the Chargers have to keep losing. Jets, the Browns. I'm not and the worried Chargers. about the Browns. The Browns face Cincy, and Browns are still the Browns. Uh, yeah, Jets, they have a, they have a molester. Damn, they have Chester molester as a quarterback. So yeah, he, yeah. Know, but they do. They have been. I think they've been owning Cincy lately. Like Cincy's been owning Mahomes. I right. think the Browns Seven have been owning five Cincy. Jets. That's the tough one for you guys. And even New England six and six. Like but Joe Money's been money lately. Uh, Joe Money's been helping me get that first place in my other fantasy league. Joe Money's the truth, man. Mm-hmm. Shoot. 35 more points this weekend. Thank you. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. It's going to be the Raiders. I mean, obviously, they're on the outside looking in. It's going to be tough. I mean, you could see they're in the one of those spots for me. It's not like, oh, we ended the season on a high no. I don't give a freak about a win streak. It's playoffs. That's all that matters. Like, you have to get into that, the playoffs. That was the goal for, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And it just took a just a nosedive. If we miss the playoffs by one or two games, what it's are we going to do? Three games. What are we going to do? We're going to go back and we're going to say, what the hell are we doing in, in New Orleans? Not even scoring a point. Yeah. What, we had no Arizona. business losing to Jacksonville. 
Arizona, right. like the, the, those uh-huh. games where we 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 felt where we fell behind. Arizona, uh. you know, we went for two. Like that game in in Tennessee, we had a chance to win. Indianapolis, you know? uh, Indianapolis, Jeff Saturday, but we that lost Char- on a Sunday. That that Chargers game, the first game of the year, we had Close a chance one. to win. That is true. Let's do it for America real quick, guys. What are your guys' thoughts on the Cowboys going forward, man? Cowboys are hella good. America's Cowboys good. are really good. Cowboys they are good. got defense. I mean, they're good. this is one of the first years where I'm like, dude, no, they're good. And they might sign OBJ. No, they're, they're that's good. right. They're real good. Like they're wow. if they do get OBJ, that's right. That's a good threat. Dude. right there. And they're will they easy. overtake Philadelphia with five games left to play? You know how I feel. And they're about down Philly. two games. Philly's built right, bro. Jalen Hurts is a homie. This is this is our division here on the podcast. This is you guys's pick for uh philadelphia and mine for dallas Remember, like we're still up two games right now in dallas so philly has to lose two more times we got we got to pull up the schedules <laughs> we got to pull up the schedules right now for philly right. I, if, I i'll pull up dallas's i got philly you guys, right you here. guys pull up you guys pull up philly i'll pull so up philly dallas. we uh, i got philly ahead of me okay so philly coming up we got three road games. this is a season right here three road games in a row wow at giants at bears Fields and at Dallas. If they lose two out of three there, then Dallas may take the division. Right. Uh, and then and then going forward, the Cowboys, I would say two two very winnable games first, and then the three to end the year, not so much. At home against the Houston Texans. Winnable. At Jacksonville. Winnable. And then we have the at home against Philadelphia. That's the game, yeah. In Tennessee. That's a, that could be a trap game. And then finally in Washington. Okay, so the Philly ends this season two at home, New Orleans and Giants. So they I think they have kind of the same idea there. Like there's winnable games in there and they I have honestly, like those. I honestly think that if 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 Philadelphia is up by a game or two after like right like if they're up by a game and then they beat Dallas and they go back up two with Perhaps. two to play, it's over. It's over. If yeah. Dallas wins that game and they get within, they either tie or get within one game with two to play. And yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Those, and they're good. I mean, that's one of those divisions that, you know, you don't get every year. Like, damn, those are two, like they're legit contenders. Like they're yeah. Eagles already have a win against Dallas. Yes. They already have a win against Dallas. So there it is. 26, so. 17. That was a close game too. though. was at home. You know, they got to go to Dallas too. Okay. So, so let's do week 14, guys. Let's uh, like any matchups going forward. Uh, the Niners, they have who do they have this week? You face Tom Brady, Brady. And at home against. Oh, that's I mean, how they how they've been playing, bro. Come on. Purdy only, against bro, Brady. It's Purdy. Okay. You know how big of a difference that, bro, the hardest position in sports. <laughs> but how, how, how to... bad Tom Brady and that offense has been playing. They're averaging 18 points a game, 27th in the league going into tonight. And they scored what? 17 average just got lower and they're going on the road against that defense. Mr. Irrelevant now, may just go out there and freaking shit the bed, bro. Don't get it twisted, bro. He did what he did, you know? So you, so you would give, week. so you'd give three and a half points. Cause cause three and a half kind of scares me. I need, I just need a couple of days to take this in, bro. I don't I care. Really if, do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bro, tell you this cold. much. Niners defense can definitely stop Brady. I mean, oh. we've seen, Tampa Bay's offense be a mizzle, a, a biz, a, 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 a mizzle, abysmal. Thank you, thank you guys. <laughs> At times this year, right? And dude, like, I mean, 
they can definitely win with their defense almost, you know. So kind of like they won that game last year with their defense in Green, Green Bay in the playoffs. That was wild. Yeah. But, yeah. but, man, they can definitely do it. Tom Brady, obviously, I don't think Tampa Bay is as – I mean, they barely won. It's like Sean said, three and one, they messed up. Tom Brady, you know, three seconds on the clock, does it again, 44 career fourth quarter comeback wins or something like is that. that. What it was? Is that what it was? I think so, yes. Oh, man, because I know they were down like, what, 10 or 13 to three at, at, at halftime, and I didn't watch the second half. And, I, and then I looked, and I was like, oh, shit, they won 17-16? Yeah, it, was that, it was that third down that freaking just uh, – Oh, right, the one you were talking about, yeah. I, I think will – Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. If you're going to continue no, I was going to I was going to say I just think Shanahan and uh, Purdy uh, with not much of a playbook on him yet. I just think that if he's as capable, you know, if he's as capable as I think he can be, that he has been at Iowa State and obviously as he was against Miami. Um, I I think I think the Niners got a chance, man. Who would have actually thought that they would have won against Miami when that guy came in? But he wasn't Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, at that, at that point, it was still a one-score game, I want to say, and we scored back-to-back touchdowns, the use check and then the McCaffrey touchdown. So, yeah, we were still – it was a one-score game, and yeah, it's true. Our defense definitely gives right. a big boost, but we'll see. That's right. crazy. You lose both your starting quarterbacks in the same season. <laughs> man. Wow. <sighs> Mark, can't make you, the, you Mark can't you're a Raider fan. You're a Raider fan. What happened in 2016? The last three weeks of the year, two oh, weeks God. of the year. Ruined Connor, Christmas. Connor, Connor Cook. Ruined That's what Christmas. Happened. Connor Cook Michigan happened. Michigan State's finest happened. <laughs> Sparty, baby. <laughs> Stop it. Anyways, the three teams that Mark was mentioning, hopefully it, there's a very good chance that all three of them lose this week as the Jets are in Buffalo, the Browns are in Cincinnati, and the Chargers are at home against the Dolphins. So, I mean, oh, what, nice. more, what more do you freaking need? Win more, on Thursday and then hope right? that you gain a game on all three of those teams? I mean, I hate talking like this because it's like, oh, here we go again, giving me hope, just dang like a piece of cheese, and my fat ass mm-hmm. is going to try to get it, and then, oh, and you just, I'd be quicker you, than that. And you mentioned those, like, just winning those two games against Saturday and against Kingsbury and uh, Kyler Murray, just those two games, you know, that – like we would have been in a much much better position right now. Like we wouldn't even have to Absolutely. be talking. Absolutely, I mean, like, like we might not be in a position to catch Kansas City for the division. No, but we we'd have a stronghold on a wild card position. Right, very very stronghold. Just those I mean, two games. And I mean, those those wins go a long way, right? Like when you like when you when you wake up in the morning, 49ers players, and you see yourself eight and four, you feel a lot better than when you wake up and you're four and eight mm-hmm. or five. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just like, hell yeah. Like, like we we're earning Pepping this shit right step. now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you just have that pimp walk on, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, there it is. any other games you guys are looking at for possibly your pool this week, maybe give out one game that you're possibly looking at. Yeah, I know it's Monday. Oh, it's very early. Since at home, I'm going since at home. Since at home. Browns. I think Mark, yeah, Mark is right. Browns it's actually number minus the... six. They're going to have to, you know, you only have to win by a touchdown. Yeah, I'm going I, I mean, it's later in the year. The cream is going to rise to the top or the crop or whatever the hell the saying is, you know. I still think, you know, Watson still needs to get back into, you know, the game shape. And once they look terrible in the salon. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm it's with, I, you know, here we go. I'm with you more on the whole Deshaun Watson thing. I would never want him on my team. But, oh, man, the whole Tyreek thing, bro, man. Oh, the Tyreek thing, bro. I, and I, I'm not saying it's not any better. I'm not saying it's any children. better. It's children, bro. I'm not making it sound any better, bro. 
Tyreek Hill, though, if he came to my team, bro. You have a, a child. You have a child? You have a child now. Easy. Think See, about the thing it. Is, I will look at which one's going to help me win a Super Bowl more. <laughs> if, I mean, look at, if I'm looking at it through a business aspect, I would never not. Hey, can I come to your team? <laughs> come on in, Tyreek. Let me open the doors for you, Mr. Hill. Wow. <laughs> well, we know what kind of person you are. So. I just want to know why the Detroit win. Lions. I just want to know. I'm a winner. <laughs> I'm a winner. I just want to know why the Detroit Lions are a minus one favorite against the Minnesota Vikings. Dude, this so what their Who's mindset hurt? is is that Minnesota has one oh. of the worst pass defenses in football. Amon Ra, St. Brown is beyond tearing it up, and I think they're really big on freaking uh, golf this week. I mean, it's funny oh. you brought that game up. Yes, bro. They, I think people are just falling into it's gonna be a My. freaking Cook game this week, or uh, Kirk, huge uh, guys. Kirk Cousins, Kirk another Cousins. Michigan it's, State, it's, another yes, Michigan yes. State quarterback. It's gonna be a Kirk Cousins shit the bed game this week. I mean, <sighs> that's crazy. I mean, I that mean, that begs you to pick Minnesota, but so it's so it's, so, so it's Detroit. The plays Detroit then against yeah, five and seven. Man. It's crazy, bro. I mean, five and seven Detroit like, though, but that that right there, minus one for Detroit. I'm thinking Kirk Cousins is out. Justin Jefferson's out. I'm thinking, you know, like everyone's not playing, right? No gritty this week. In Detroit. No, no gritty this week on Ford Field. What the hell? No, none of that. Oh, I don't know. All right. And Pittsburgh's minus three at home against the Ravens. Pittsburgh, yeah, it's an, it's an. Well, remember, uh, no, uh, Lamar is. Oh, weak no, Lamar. Me. See, see, there's that's why that's reason. No, Lamar. And division matchup, so you know they play each other tough. So is Minnesota and Detroit. I don't know. You can't make these lines. It's at that point of the season where the lines aren't going to be all making too much sense to us, man. It's getting tough. We yeah, got it, local it boys breathing down our necks. So where, where are we at right now? Uh, does them might have our? Uh, I'm checking. I'm checking. Yeah, lurk boys on your ass. I think I got 28 or 29 points. I think, or I think 31. You have, I think you have 30, and then 28 for Lurky. unless it, unless it changed. <laughs> unless it changed. So Mark is in first place with 31. Correct. Lurk boys 29. Sean 29. Um, I think a dog, did he win that? No, he didn't. I think he had Tampa tonight or he had someone on, he was going for four and I forgot what it was, but my brother is five wins behind, um, Mark. I went three and one this week. Uh, my mom is only six games behind Mark. I'm, uh, bringing up the rear. I'm still 10 games out. Cause I had a shitty one and three week last week. Um, came back. Your mom has been fire. My mom had like two or three straight four and oh weeks. Fire. Yeah. She's been so, good. So, yeah. So I like the consistency from Maureen. Right. Bringing the heat. That's what I like to see out of our contestants here. Right. <laughs> well, everyone enjoy your sports this weekend, whether it be the World Cup, college or NFL football. Oh, Mark has something else before we go to comics. One last thing before we end out football, because we didn't talk about this odds. But, man, your boy, Caleb Williams, about a minus 2000 favorite to win the Heisman. I'm seeing yeah. here. I so. looked at his stats, bro. His huge, stats huge are odds. Dude. Even the game that they lost for Utah, I mean, his stats. He's only had like three or four picks, too. Like three, I think. And he's like 30 plus touchdowns. Like he's he's that guy. He's hella good. That's why I brought it up the other day. But I was a little confused because, yeah, they were already talking about his draft stats. They said this year he would be like the number one quarterback going out and then and it was it was but look, looking but look at but look at his body and how he plays and how he runs and everything he's a running back 
That's he the is problem. a running back. He's good, he's good at throwing on the run. Touchdowns for Oklahoma when they were freaking going double quarterback. That's exactly. what they were bringing him in for. But he, oh, he that's who he is. Yes, they were always bringing him that in. Now. That's why I was like, dude, oh. how's this fool throwing so many touchdowns? But that's actually what he was doing in Oklahoma. That's he only came is. in for freaking running. Yeah. The boy can pass. But he's good at throwing on the run too, across his body he type. Throws freaking darts. Dude, a frozen funny. rope, right? That, 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 that's like a, a catcher or a pitcher, you know, or a, or a shortstop, something like that, who, who plays yeah. baseball, who can off his back, you know, because some of those guys throw just like freaking, you like know, Kyler Murray. flubs, you know, right? It was yeah. it, it was looking like that guy from Tennessee, Hendon Hooker, was going to be like the odds on favorite halfway through the season. He was doing the yeah. damn thing. And man, know, yeah. he, just, he just tailed off at the end of the, of the season. And then tore his ACL. That's right. I mean, he missed like what three or four? Was it three, three games exactly, or four exactly games now? Alabama game. Like or the Georgia three. game. Yeah, yeah, that pretty much did it for him though, huh? That's right. Yeah. But I right, I digress. So sorry, Mike. Oh no, you're good. I'm just getting into comic books. Uh, so as we get halfway into the episode, uh, better not be halfway in the time because I know we've been going kind of uh, long, but amazing conversation so far. Want to remind everyone that we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Comic Bookies. Email us anytime you want at the comic bookies at gmail.com and treasure island comics is our wonderful sponsor like they've been for the majority of these almost four glorious years of the comic bookies podcast but episode 169 is brought to you by them uh, again alex is open wednesdays th- uh, fridays and saturdays every single week you can get your books any way you want he's open you can pull up to the parking lot and get your books or he can mail them to you like he does for myself and also uh, subscribe to this YouTube page. If you're watching right now, if you're at this point where we're getting into comic books and yeah, subscribe to this page. Um, some some good plans, some hopefully some big plans, uh, you know, some more things that we're doing in 2023 will be announced. Uh, I got three more freebies for everyone. So hopefully I'll be having a, some some sort of a draw for like a late holiday season. And uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. So let's get into the comic books uh, like we do every single week. Uh, the first thing I'm going to do is preview some of the books that you can expect on New Comic Book Day, which is the 7th of December. Getting to the end of the year, guys. DC gives us Batman 130, Poison Ivy number 7, Batman and Joker Deadly Duo number 2, Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing number 3, and Gotham City Year 1 number 3. Marvel gives us Daredevil number six. Amazing story. I can't wait to talk about number five. Thor 29. The Avengers 63. Miles Morales Spider-Man is back with a brand new number one. And Captain America Sentinel of Liberty number seven. Image. A lot of image this week. Spawn 336. Undiscovered Country 22. Do a Powerbomb number seven. Noctera Val Special. And That Texas Blood number 20. IDW, I have to always shout out my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number 135 is out this week. And from Boom Studios, we have Behold Behemoth, which one lucky winner uh, won a copy of issue number one. Number two comes out this week. And uh, I don't know if you guys are getting this, but I realize I'm getting this one. It's called Know Your Station. Number one comes out this week. All right, fellas, Sean, Mark, uh, anything? uh, You know what? Since it was so long ago and I already read number two, Sean, let's start with uh, Damn Them All. Damn them all! Uh, to me, it was like it was like a hard book for me to read. To be honest, it was it, it's one of the ones the where it's hard, right? 
because it's in England, right? So it's okay, like, so you understood that. Like that's like it was one of those right. books. I'm, I'm gonna lie to you. I read it and there was like many pages. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm happy I read it. I did not right. understand a damn thing that I just read. And <laughs> right, and it was weird because it kind of it's kind of creating like this whole like universe for you, or it's kind of you know because you're also dealing with one the language and then two everything that has to do with the occult or magic or everything remember like you know a couple times they had to like uh, it was a whole page explaining something to you like oh like what is this summon all that was. like what is this person like it was a lot of explaining i will tell you number two has less explaining there's like two two of them and it's only because it's like oh this person's introduced so they're explaining so this I need, person so I, so I need to get number two which i do plan on getting anyways i think it's good because it has some of that like really like dry humor like you know people talking shit back and forth to each other because it's england it's you know it's set in a bar and everything mark uh i I think it's a good story it it kind of sets itself like this girl she is um pretty much mourning and going to her uncle's funeral right and he's like a you know a top occultist right and she knew knows everything from him right she's kind of led an, an effed up life you know and um so now that they're all at the bar kind of kind of cele- a celebration of life after his uncle was mysteriously killed right so and then all of a sudden i don't even know what it was called sean it, like one of the summons kind of comes out of mm-hmm. nowhere right and then so it's kind of an investigative an investigative thing and um yeah it, it, it's it's i think it's a good story I think it's good. I need to read another one for sure. Cause I think what you said, that's probably what confused me more than language too, is some of the explaining on everything. But yeah, if you said the second one's not, it's more of just the right. story itself. It should be a little bit better for me. Then. And the, the other gal, the detective, the African-American uh, lady, yes. you get her whole backstory in the second issue okay. and why, and why she is there with her and why she is pretty much in this story. It's Yeah. So, okay, good. So you'll, yeah, there are so a couple characters where I'm kind of like, who? What do they have the relevance here? But okay, good. And but I yeah, do. no, it, it is one of the ones where it's not just you know, oh, you know, you're a bad guy. I have to go get you. Oh, pew, bro, pew, there's pew. a point no, where there's, yeah. it's a complicated book to read and understand. You might have to read it more than once. But <laughs> no, it's good because because it's not. You know, it's not something that we're used to reading, right? Like, I don't read a lot of like John Constantine and the sort of and, and a lot of stuff that's like of the occult and like uh, religious things and magic and all that stuff. I don't read a lot of that stuff. It's so. probably the most different book I've ever read. I've read like some slow books and stuff, but like books where I've probably been like the most a little confusing and needing to understand. I think what you said, I probably have to read it again. I probably actually may read it again before I read number two because yeah, just different, man but like and but but then again she kind of works for like a looks like it sounds like a mob boss like frankie and stuff so it's mm-hmm. kind of it kind of pulls you back in like okay like this is something I, uh, i'm familiar with right that's why even like, like the very first one they're like kind of like in like a bar or something like that the very first page and like the way that like they're talking to each other like oh, this is gonna be pretty badass and that's right. where it kind of tails off in different directions i'm like what the heck is this right like everyone like this the, the summoning comes and like everyone's like their glasses are being broken everyone's throwing mm-hmm. up it's like what like like what's what, like why is why is it here what is it making you do this and so that's what is explained more in, in issue number two right okay so like so so sometimes an issue number one will pull you in issue number one for this one's like i'm kind of confused i don't know if i should continue pulling it but issue two is where it's like okay more things are explained that's all i need to know i right. did uh also read junkyard 
Junk, Junkyard Joe, number two. You read that, right? Right. And so we, t- I briefly talked about it last week with Mark. I like it, man. I mean, I heck, I like it. Like freaking Joe's been, you know, Joe's back with you know, that freaking vet, and now they're looking for Joe. Right. Right. So, um, and 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 what's funny is, is that I love the direction they took with him. After he came back from the war, creating mm-hmm. junk, creating a, a Sunday like Garfield or Peanuts cartoon strip, just a Sunday morning cartoon strip. Uh, the, sun, the Sunday funnies or yeah, uh, the Sunday yeah, funnies. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Just like here, here's Junkyard Joe, and he makes a career out of it, right? And all of a sudden, Joe, like the day that he's retiring, is the day that he comes back and finds him, looks at his picture of like them, you know, like his platoon or whatever. And then all of a sudden, yeah, those two cops get blasted, and then all of a sudden, three other guys. Those robots, they, they just look like faces. They look like there was actually humans those behind humans. those masks. Those are humans. Those are humans, I think. Like, like, like where'd the robot go? Well, it's even funny when uh, that guy who came back, he's outside, and like, oh, we're your neighbors. And like, oh, do you know who that is? Like, he's, they know Junkyard right. Joe from the what they see in the news here, but they don't know who Junkyard Joe kind of really is. <laughs> Right. So so it's funny because, you know, you introduce that kind of person, you know, and, and especially the the daughter that that the dad says, oh, I think you would be interested in having a conversation with him because she's like an artist, too. Yeah. You, they wouldn't introduce a family like that if they weren't going to be involved in the story going forward. They should so, be. so maybe she sees Junkyard Joe or something in issue three, like something happens to where they have to get involved, unfortunately. But just, great story so far. Yeah, I agree with you, bro. I like it. I'm definitely going to be uh, sticking with that one for a while. All right, Mark, cut in. What do you want to talk about? Oh, man, just whatever, dude. There's so much to talk about, really. I didn't get my books on Thanksgiving, picked them up, got a fat stack, read them all besides the besides the annual um, for the for detective. But right. I mean, for books this week coming out, dude, I mean, there's some good ones. And I'll admit I'm excited. Um, some more than less. But nonetheless, I am excited for some. Um, I'm going to say undiscovered country. I mean. I don't know how my excitement isn't, you know, well, what I'm trying to say is my excitement isn't as big as it once was to get these books. But, yeah, I'm just so excited to see what it's going to accumulate to because it's just felt like I've been reading this book forever. And it's not like a Batman or an ongoing book like that. So just right. uh, I guess I'm just excited to see where they keep going for that book and just um this Gotham City year one, number three. That's been a really good story from Tom King, obviously. Mm-hmm. Most of his stuff is um, that Texas blood, dude. Really, really good. I've been loving that uh, Chris Condon story and just I'm really excited for that one. And then obviously Daredevil, dude, just like the one that we just hella good, hella good. The one that we just read. We're going to talk about that together in a little bit. But man, and then Batman also. Right. Uh, We're getting 130 here with this whole fail safe. I think the last the last Batman, wasn't he like falling into like the abyss or something or off a rocket mm-hmm. or like back down to earth? And I'm right. Like, but just a lot. Of, I feel like there's a lot of good books coming out this week. But um, I, I mean, I'm more excited for Deadly Duo than the man who stopped, stopped laughing. laughing. OK, and I'm more excited I, for the Deadly Duo. And this is the Joker book that we're talking about here. But mm-hmm. I'm actually not getting that one. So the man who stopped laughing really isn't as good as the first one. We've mentioned it before, but I can't say that I'm too right. excited for it. I'm going to keep reading it. It's probably going to be 12 issues as well, but it's just, it doesn't have the same, um, the same feeling Oof. as the Jim Gordon type story did when they went abroad looking for him all over the place and whatnot. But this dark web, Mike, you said that 
um, Alex over at Treasure Island is putting it into our um, pull list. Yes. What did you think? Did you guys read this? Mike, you read it. Dark Web. It's uh, the amazing Spider-Man number 14 by Zeb Wells, but it's spinning right. the dark web. So yeah, it's so that tie in. It's kind of getting us ready. Right. But so the first like five or six pages where you guys confused, like, what the hell? Like, did confused I miss an issue? <laughs> it's like you're reading like the, the hobgoblin, like the two different hobgoblins. And all of a sudden you're like, Completely OK, who's this guy? Uh, so so this is finally what Alex has been waiting for, right? This is finally what Peter Parker did and why yes. someone's coming after him, right? We finally get it 14 freaking issues later. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, this guy, what, what's his name? Ben? Ben something? And then this this other gal, Janine, who has a, a mean streak. Jesus Christ. Got to mm. stab the guy in the hand at the uh, – he's just trying – you know, yeah. but then again – he was trying to get her caught by the police. I understand, but, but yeah, he goes down to. I mean, uh, I needed to kind of reread some of those pages because you know, like y- you're just so used to Peter Parker fighting the Hobgoblin for a handful of issues, and all of a sudden, you know, it's so complex of them going down to the underworld, trying to get these powers. There's those things off of the trees that she like. What the hell? So, so this is like an alter ego, like a of Jean Grey, right? Because. There's one of those pages where she looks into the reflection of the pool, right? And and they're standing as Jean Grey, right? What um, it was the art different to you? Is that that's supposed to be Peter Parker in that like that page that's a summer at the top? It's like a couple pages in, and it's like was that Peter Parker there? Is it, it is right? But that art was just like completely no, different. No, no, that's the Ben guy. Is it? Yeah, he goes like I'm. That's not him. You got the wrong guy. But the Ben guy looks different in the beginning. But anyway, okay. Because the Ben guy, he's the dark web Spider-Man, right? If I'm not mistaken. Sean, did you read it? Yeah. No, no, no. You're definitely right. You're definitely right. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's like the. The draw, the art was different for it's this. Two, it, it's two different ones. So spring or whatever was one artist, and then summer was someone different. Because if you go to the fir- very first page, uh, see spring, it says the artist is Michael Dowling. Summer, the artist is Kyle Holtz. Fall is Terry Dodson, and winter is Ryan Stegman. Oh. So f- four different artists on each of the four seasons of this issue. So it was a, I'm, it's a pretty big issue to have four different artists just on, you know, do six to eight pages per, right? Mm-hmm. So, but the the story was interesting, right? It's just like he's finally being given the the power to get his revenge, right? But just so, man. but 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 where's it gonna go from here? I mean, this story's not gonna continue in the Amazing Spider-Man. It's just no, gonna be. I mean, I think it is. I just hope that it's not one of those like, you know, if we get Dark Web, that's fine, right? Mm-hmm. But I hope it's not like we get Amazing Spider-Man on Dark Web. If it was just those two, right, that'd be fine. But I hope it's not like Dark Web Thor, Dark mm-hmm. Web. Iron Man, like you have to get so many different freaking side issues. Like no, 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 just give me like the just the dark web, right? Like the six issue miniseries or, or you know, this event, right? So, but it was just so weird, right? Like he was down there talking to the chick, and there's there's a tree with all these little creatures and stuff. Like I just didn't understand it. I mean, it's uh, a, you know, it, it it's a trip. Yeah, and then and, and then fall the artwork looks different too, right? So. But now we have a brand new villain, right? Mm-hmm. Hallow's Eve. Hallow, ha- yeah, Halloween. Yes, yeah, Hallow's like Hall- Eve. 
right? Yeah. So we have a brand new uh, villain. So hopefully, Sean, you want to might want to get that issue just for a little safekeeping, right? I was keep gonna it, say that. Keep it in, keep it in prime condition, right? So then winter comes, and then Ben just goes crazy. That guy who's asking for money, which is the same guy who was asking Peter Parker for money in the first couple issues of the Amazing Spider-Man, and so finally, yeah, he eats the the fruit or whatever, and then gets the power. And and they're still looking for him. They're still like that because that dude at the end is the dude that's been looking for Peter for the money. Right. Like for right. his rent or whatever. Right. Yes, exactly. So now Chasm, which that's that's what his alter ego's name is or when he puts on the purple and the green suit, um, when he stares in the reflection he's looking at, I'm guessing that's like what he wants his future to be. Right. Like Peter Parker, Spider-Man and all those vines. And then this lady when she looks into her reflection it's just jean gray so i just hope like when i see jean gray i just don't want anything like i have to read some x-men shit right some krakoa <laughs> i don't want to have some ptsd and have oh, to go back that to that krakoa was tough there it is now you're talking about those tie-ins that you don't want for the dark yeah. web I don't want that. So so we'll see uh, going forward. But Alex did say um, Alex is all about kind of saving us time and money as well as far as uh, on these events and everything, all this tie ins. Mm -hmm. So he said there's a dark crisis one shot. And he says, I didn't put that in there, but I did add you guys to the uh, dark web. So he obviously thinks that we need it if we're going to continue on Amazing Spider-Man, which is, you know, which is fine. So. All right. I got I mean, I, got, I believe him. I mean, I uh, <laughs> he's right. usually steers me right in the right direction and he will too so check him out fremont california treasure island comics so i got three more that i want to talk about two dc and one marvel so let's talk about my actually i'm going to go in order of how i like them i am actually liking action more than i'm liking detective no yeah action. i'm I'm liking, I'm liking the new Genesis, the, like the new gods i'm liking that story with the fire the fire of ogram inside that kid more than i'm talking uh, than i like this two-faced story with ubu or uru whatever i mean it was pretty bad and doc and doctor and uh dr freeze i mean yeah. who, they had like how right. many villains in this they but, had I mean, they uh, unleashed yeah, they, a, they unleashed a whole shitload in this detective i mean i it was a good issue yes but all i'm saying is overall Damn, Batman, arts, Batman's a popsicle now <laughs> right overall I know, right? Batman's in like a world of hurt and all the issues. He's falling from the sky Whoa. in outer space in Batman. In the Batman Fortress, he's he fell into like this never-ending, uh, this bottomless pit in this Fortress of Solitude because he's trying to, you know, uh, take care of the blackout that's like, you know, affecting the whole world. And then and now this one. Now he's well, before the page turns, all you see is no freeze. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but Mike, no. Sean, don't you guys feel that this Ram V? Uh, detective is i mean you guys obviously didn't read the annual i have not yet either but i think that from this from this issue uh 10 1066 i feel like it's gonna start ramping up pretty good here dude you got these other out of towners that feel like they're the ones that are part of they want to kind of take over gotham and like you've seen how the guy they're very interesting yeah, and you see how the guy like talked to uh, Bruce Wayne. He's like, oh, I really want to get to know Bruce Wayne. And the chick with the crazy eyes, she's like, oh, there's something about that guy. I'm telling you, this story, I, I can t I can see where you're coming from about it not being as good. But I feel like Ram V, Ram 5, whatever, it's going to really, really, really start picking right. this up. I mean, where, um, you know, where the, um, I'm sorry, what's his what's his name again? 
Arzen. Arzen, mm-hmm. when he approaches yeah. Bruce Wayne, he he's giving him the respect, right? But then the lady with the weird eyes is like, who is that lady? I don't know, but that's she, like she's but, like the fairy godmother. I don't know. She's like his aunt or something. She has something like three but, eyes in one, dude. Right, but she's just telling him like she's of the mindset of he's like old. He's old school, right? He's yeah. a part of a dying age. And so they're pro- I'm 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 guessing they're going to want to kind of ring in a new era of, you know, owning Gotham and controlling everything in Gotham. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of play puppet master with everything else that's going on. It's going to be interesting to see. Two more things with that book real quick. One, how cool was that with Gordon in the beginning? He's like, I wrapped your face up with my eyes uh, closed because I, I just didn't want to know. I just I, didn't yeah, want to I, know. I, I don't want to know. Yeah. And then number two is that like that wolf guy that tries to get that like what is it that uh, Aza or art not the what's that like toxin that he's like trying to get on Doctor Freeze dude who is that dude um oh, I mean the long haired guy they're talking about yeah Asm- Batman comes in he says Asmer the, the the wolf of Bez Bezad Jahin yeah Bez- I never Bez- heard of I never heard of that character. He Dude. was like he looks, looks like, like a lichen from Underworld. He looks like a samurai or something, and then he like just turns into this wolf. I don't know, but he tells um he tells Victor, tell me Victor, do you know what an asthma is? He's trying to get this potion on him, and then uh, uh Batman hits him with the little uh the battering and whatnot, and knocks it out of his hand, and like it ends with uh them getting like frozen up, right? Um, yeah, like, like says, whatever. Like whatever facility that they were in, it was yeah, just like it just explodes it with ice and yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that story's gonna pick up real good. Sorry, Mike. I know you were gonna talk about action, and we completely already did our detective talk. So I don't know. I, I want to talk detective because I I wanted to go in order of how I liked it. So that was the least. Uh, so now I want to get into action. So action is now next. So this whole Kal-El return, like so many different things, right? Like so many different things just like in Detective are happening. You have Lex Luthor working with Metallo. With, oh, that's with, good. When Metallo is like, F you, like I don't even want to work with you. And all of a sudden now he's going to pretty much he's, – he's already done this. He's, he's already taken his sister to jail. Don't worry. She'll be real comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, like he's pretty much not giving him a choice. And now so, he's in, in, in like what's this thing with Manchester Black, Mike? Manchester Black, there very is. interesting character, very interesting character. I've seen him in a few cartoons, and then early, early, early in the Superman days of the Rebirth, when Peter J. Tomasi was writing Superman, he had a story arc where uh, Manchester Black was trying to uh, infect and to pretty much. Um, What's the word I'm looking for when you when they get, you know, Invade. like exorcist, exorcist, oh. you know, um, exorcism. No, like when, when you invade their mind, like what's it called again? Hypnosis. No. What happened in, in, in exorcist when she got possessed? possessed. Oh. He pretty much tried to possess John. But this was younger Jonathan Kent before this whole thing where he went with his grandpa and then came back and he was all like older Jonathan Kent. Right. So. So this was when he was a boy, and so it was a really cool story arc with Manchester Black. So yeah, everything going on with him, yeah, I, I'm not too sure. I mean, Lex Luthor always has something up his sleeve, right? Luther doesn't. Like, Luther doesn't need a Black interested baby. He just needs him alive for a exactly, little bit longer. Exactly right. But 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 now everything going on with um with you know the the whole fights that continues with Superman and the 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 new gods that was really cool. Um, you know. And pretty much all they want is the the fire of Olgren, but the fire of Olgren was unleashed a little bit, and now they're pretty much telling him like, 
this is why we need it. Like, you're going to destroy everything, right? Like, you selfishly gave it to some child, mm-hmm. right? When it needs to be with somebody who can actually control it, right? So They're really, after really it, too. And then Metallo, when he, like, kills that guard, and he's like, oh, I wish it didn't have to be you, but you're the one on duty. He said he wishes it was the other dude. It's that, like, was a, that was a brutal kill uh, uh, in, like, comics. Like, in, in, as far as DC and Marvel is concerned with how kind of PG-13 it has to be, that is a brutal kill, and I loved it. Right, dude. He's, I had someone ask me the other day. It's like, people really don't understand. They're like, someone asked me, they're like, the place where you get your comic books at, do you think they have, like, stuff that like for, like, um, elementary kids or something? For like cheap or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like the kids section that I see there isn't like completely huge. I think like and I, I just told them, I was like, honestly, people got comics kind of like mixed up. Most comics are for adults. I mean, a yeah. lot of them are just like yeah. people are people have like the biggest misconception or misperception when it comes to comics. And so did I, quite frankly, before right. I really started doing this podcast. I'm like, people just. Don't understand. I mean, they're really for adults, especially a lot of this DC stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And even I can tell, I can see Marvel, Disney owned, but yes, I can see Marvel somewhat kind of trying to turn the pages a little bit with theirs. Marvel, you see Dark Daredevil a bit. You, you, know don't, I mean? you don't want kids reading that. What's that one book you guys read? That grimy ass freaking oh scumbag. <laughs> scumbag. <laughs> right. I mean. When you think about it, like comic books are, I think, uh, the majority of their customers is probably 25 to 40-year-olds, you know? That's right. Yeah. Unfortunately, most of them being male, you know. There's probably a small a small market out there for women, but, you know, and, and they probably wish that it, that it grew, right? But there's plenty of stories that are female-centric, and that's mm-hmm. pretty awesome, too. Um, but, yeah, Marvel needs to separate itself from Disney as far as comics are concerned. They need to have more of the – oh, Punisher Max, Sean? Oh, they need to have more yes. of that. Those uh, books are amazing, right? They need to have a, a a black label version of Marvel going on right now. They've done it in the past, and they need to continue with it. I will admit, guys, back to the the women uh, writers and whatnot. Some women writers kill it, though. I love Tamaki. I love Cami Garcia. Stephanie mm-hmm. Phillips in this uh, Harley Quinn that I want to mention real quick. Mike, I showed you guys the pictures. We'll talk about that later. But, man, I mean, some of these girls be killing it. I mean, uh, obviously they read it, but I think maybe girls, um, there may be, there, a lot of them I think are drawn to the to doing the art in comic books, man. A lot of these girls are great artists too, man. So, Oh, yeah, of course. They, I mean, we just don't see it all the time, but there's a lot of comic book readers that are females and, you know, so. Right. Yeah, no. I, I just said probably the majority. Yeah. I'm probably guessing. Um. So, yeah, so this uh, Daredevil issue number five was my favorite of the week. It was my gem of the week, uh, so to speak. <laughs> so, so Daredevil is just kind of having – instead of having a confessional, he's having a therapy session, right? And he's just – preparing for what's to come you know electra him and electra him electra you know you got foggy there you know you got all the all the old school characters from like you know what what you've seen in like the netflix show right no frank no no appearance from frank yet though guys no frank no no not yet we did have a daredevil appearance in punisher see that's the thing god damn it do i need to go and get punisher now (laughs) god damn it so sean's the only one out of the comic bookies uh hosts that are uh Reading uh, Punisher? Reading both. There you go, Sean. Okay. No, hey, like, let's hey. give a round of applause like for that one. one, Sean. Let's go. Let's go. But, yeah, yeah but, but, you know, you see Stick. Like, they're all, you know, they're all together. 
building the fist to fight the hand. When when they're when they're in like that like prison, it's almost like they're trying to recruit all these people now. The Myrmidon. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. just trying to recruit all of them, bro. Now, mm-hmm. Sean, you might uh, you might recognize uh, Myrmidon. Myrmidon is that how you say it? Myrmidon or whatever. Myrmidon, Myrmidon. You might recognize that prison from that prison out in the middle of the ocean from the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. From like uh, uh, Avengers Civil War and like when they break yes, those guys is. out of prison that and stuff. That is where it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's where John that Walker. Because they actually have that picture. Like, John Walker, show. U.S. agent from. Oh, hold Falcon. on, hold on, hold on. Falcon uh, Winter Soldier. Yes, show. it is. Uh, what, what was his character name too? Uh, U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Oh god, I guess a punk so ass is too. It, <laughs> is he supposed to be like a knockoff uh, Steve Rogers? Uh, yeah okay. yeah he's supposed to be like the next generation you know so. but he's he's obviously bad here yeah i think he's like he's trying I, think, to... I think for the most part he's kind of a villain he's an anti-hero he always runs with he's, the he's, wrong he's, he's anti-hero yeah he was he classically he's with the thunderbolts which you'll see i think it's what's that, a tv show or a movie coming out mm-hmm. in the next you know whatever 18 years that mcu has scheduled for movies and tv <laughs> right so but no but stick um electra you know matt murdoch they're all ready to go they're you know going to take out the hand um now there was one page where it's very interesting you know like electra says if the hand is controlling heads of state that needs to be our priority so obviously behind the scenes you know puppet master so to speak like we always Mm -hmm. like to say in these comic books like who's really controlling what and where like where's the power really coming from and uh, it's going to be interesting next issue if she goes somewhere and tries to find, you know, heads of the hand somewhere, you know, like a senator here or, God forbid, a president of a country or this country. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be really, really fun. And look at the last page ends. He uh, sees in prison. My God, I can't think of what this fucking guy's name is right now. Uh, 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 what do you mean? The guy in pr- the guy that sees in prison. Oh, the guy you see, oh my god, let me get a book out real quick. I don't you mean it. when Iron Man and Captain America say we have to go get uh, Daredevil? Hold on, let me see. Oh no, Goldie. Yeah, yes. Goldie, I... the guy who the guy who was uh, kind of manipulating everything a, lot, a couple issues ago. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. who's that guy? Right. So, mm-hmm. so I wonder he's gonna. Yeah. Is he going to release him? He does. Doesn't he? Doesn't he release Goldie? uh he probably does it's he's probably gonna like you know because he needs people for an army right oh, for sure and then sure enough he yeah, wanted us to know it's one of the like he want he doesn't want him but he knows he needs them yep alert the other avengers tony we're bringing daredevil mm-hmm. in so now captain america and iron man are getting involved in this so this is pretty mm-hmm. cool it's shaping, it, yeah, it's shaping pretty... up to be an amazing story because finally I get to read something with with the avengers and it's not an avengers story yeah. right mm-hmm. and chip does a great job at writing oh, this book shit. narrating shit. it let me ask you guys have you guys because when it comes to marvel characters i'm a you know spider-man dude pretty much my guy mm-hmm. for marvel and you know it's kind of hard for me to like latch on to a hulk it's kind of hard for me to latch on to a lot of marvel characters but i will admit i don't know if it's because of chip writing this book and how good it is have you guys question have you guys read anything else daredevil and is it just because this book is that good written by chip right now because i'm finding that matt murdoch here is actually becoming one of my very very likable oh, characters mark. in the marvel universe brother mark 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 you have no idea if you ever watch the netflix like the three seasons on netflix of daredevil you'll fall in love with him even more 
I think I remember, wasn't that like about four or five years ago or three, yeah. four? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I remember yeah. when that series came out. Yeah, and that was the whole thing where they had um, Iron Fist and they had um, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and they came together as the Defenders. And then you had a Punisher series with the guy who played Shane in Walking Dead. For his, his real right. name uh, escapes me. But you had a whole like Netflix Marvel Universe and then all of a sudden Disney Plus comes in and they're, you know, they're mm-hmm. going to say, nope, we're going to make everything here on Disney Plus. Marvel, this is our, our stuff. And then now. So uh, you're with this? me. You're with me on Matt Murdock being a very oh, likable Marvel character I'd, for you. I love it. Uh, uh, Murdoch's hella dope. The, 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 yeah, movie, the, the movie with um, Ben Affleck kind of started Affleck. it. Not as like much as. That's right. That's like 2001. Yeah, oh, Jennifer, Jennifer, man. Jennifer Garner, right? And then Jennifer Garner was Electra. Yeah. yeah. Uh, brother I mean, Matt Murdock and freaking Daredevil show. Oh, he's hella good. Charlie Cox in Daredevil, the Netflix show, did it all for me. Dominant. Amazing. Yeah, not even close. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, and then you, sure. right, and then Rosario Dawson is in all of the, is in all four of the TV shows. She makes an appearance because it's all set in New York, right? Mm-hmm. So she's connected somehow to the whole like universe of Iron Fist of all the all the defenders. So uh, if you really want to fall in love with him, watch a couple episodes of that show. You'll get sucked right in. It's really 100%. good. Watch the because you see all, the, you see like all these characters. Like you'll see Electric, you'll see Stick, you'll see you know the Hand, you'll see all this stuff. So it's good. Nice. Yeah. Well, Mike said. Don't know much about the whole uh, the whole daredevil world and whatnot, but Electra Electra seems like a pretty <laughs> cool character as well, man. She's badass in that yeah. show. Adrian's hella dope too. Actually, he's a good villain. Yeah. Gonna have to oh. do a little bit of research on this uh, Matt Murdock character. You know when he originated? What year? Who created? Anybody? I think it was Stan Lee. Oh, okay. Well, I I I, I, I I think. It'll probably um, say right here. I, just... I will say in the first six or seven issues of Daredevil, he wore a yellow outfit. It wasn't uh-huh. until like issue seven or eight when to where he donned the red outfit. It was Stanley. Fun fact of the day. Yeah, it was Stan. I first mean, appearance, it, 1964. Yep, that's right smack dab in the middle of everything right there. That's the Avengers. That's Spider-Man was, what, 63, 64 as well? Like, yeah, it's crazy. The legend. Yep. Okay. So now that b- books are over, I'd, I'd love. To I got one. I, got, I actually oh. got. Sorry, real quick. Uh, Mike. Oh, the Human Target's real good. It's ending in about uh, four, three, four issues. Guys running out of days. Christopher Chance. Just uh, real, real good. Just wanted to run that by you guys. Um, Greg Smallwood, great artist, teaming up with uh, Tom King on that book. But man, the Harley Quinn was real cool. What did you think, Mike, about when I sent you? We'll make it real quick. Harley Quinn. She's obviously. Um, she. Oh, quote, the Harley Quinn who laughs. That's yeah. right. That was crazy. Quote died. She's going around looking for her like quiller. She didn't really die. She like passed out. Now she's pissed off and like pretty much trying to put a hit on her. And um, yeah, she goes like all over like town looking for her. And then like she's like, who killed me? And like the last page was what I sent you, Mike. It's like her. And it's like it looks just like the Batman who laughs, but the Harley Quinn who laughs. So I thought that was going to be pretty cool. So I'm going to have a better update for you guys when uh, Stephanie Phillips's Harley Quinn number 25 comes out here in a couple weeks. But we'll see if there becomes anything bigger because we know that that Batman who laughed was uh, pretty big. Although, is he gone? Is he done? Are we ever going to see him Mm, again? I mean, I think he was somewhat defeated, right, in in um, uh, what was it? death metal like dark knight's death metal and then he had his own batman who laughs series i think he's been kind of defeated so to speak but he's never gonna go away they're always gonna bring him back you know for- scotty scotty snyder right 
Yep, we got it right sitting right over there. Dark Knights. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's um, Teen Titans number twelve, I believe. Nine point four, nine point six graded issue right over nice. there. So yeah. CGC um, baby. There's your yep, retirement so right there. Yeah. Let's get into some of these uh, pieces of news real quick. Some of the quick hitters. Uh, the Flash is now getting an updated. Uh, you know, it's not actually delayed. Sorry, folks. Actually, well, not sorry, but uh, good news. Uh, June 16th of 2023 is now the date uh, of release. Black Panther Wakanda Forever, a fourth straight box office win. So more and more money for the MCU, more great uh, success for this movie. I have yet to see it, but, uh, you know, I can't wait. And what else? Um, yeah, just a small bit of bad news going into some, you know, Cheery news. Uh, cheers and look who's talking. Uh, star Kirstie Alley uh, dead today at the age of 71. So cue it up, Mike. Right. You know, cue it up. And eh, it's just small. You know, I mean, it's not like Kirstie Alley wasn't a huge. It was, this is not a this is not a, a, a Mr. Jeez. Conroy. <laughs> this is not you know, this is not my childhood here. I watched a handful of movies. My Actually, you know what? Who, who'd be more effective is my parents because my parents were like big Cheers fans. So cheers. I, I think that they would be more, you know, heartbroken. Uh, Christy Alley, I think she was – I think our generation, me me and you and, and Sean, I think we probably know her more from like what? Wasn't she like Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers <laughs> commercials? Say, yeah, she was like in a couple like those. She, was, in a couple, she yeah. was the face <laughs> of like Weight Watchers or whatever, one of those two yeah. uh, for a long, long time We knew her well. with dark hair. Wasn't that Oprah? Oprah's Weight Watcher, so she might have been Jenny Craig. I I don't know. She might have been the same. I just know that that it was like a roller coaster. damn, Mike. Rest in peace, Christy Alley, and the best thing you can come up up with with the freaking Jenny Craig spokesperson. My God, Mike. What did I say? I said cheers. (laughs) I said look who's talking. No, I know. uh, What what was the one that my my brother said? It takes two with the the, Olsen twins. twins. Yeah. Uh, Today... Uh, Walt Disney would have turned, like we said um, earlier in pre-production, but or maybe we talked about it in the episode. I don't know. It's been uh, a, I think, uh, yeah, we talked about it. We're, after now li- we're now live for two hours. So, uh, But Walt Disney's birthday is today. So happy birthday, Walt. You would have been 121 One. years you've old. you created, sir. Crazy. Yeah, pretty, pretty crazy. So we're about to celebrate 100 years of Disney, and we celebrate, sir, your 121st birthday. Um, yeah, allegedly an anti-Semitic. Uh, himself as well, uh, just like uh, Kanye West. But you know, was he? Well, <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Really? Yeah, the people who always try to find something negative. Apparently, he was an anti-Semite. Uh, but uh, yeah. Mm, never knew that. Yeah, but mm. he gave us, but he gave us Pixar, or you know, <laughs> he gave us Disneyland. Let's <laughs> look at the bright side here. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, to end the episode, actually, Sean. Any shows you've been watching? I've I've watched. I'm almost like I'm three episodes away from finishing The Walking Dead. I'm trying to keep pace oh, with it. There you go. Nice, nice. So Walking Dead. I'm like f- six or seven episodes into the newest season of Stargirl. Pretty good. Like like that one is like. I always expect it to start to take a downturn, but I'm like, you know what? It's entertaining. Like it's these kids who have taken on the mantle of the Justice Society of America, and you have some of the villains from the old old stories and stuff too. So it's like. Ah, I think it's pretty cool. It's kind of cheesy at times. It's definitely for a younger crowd, but you know, 45 minutes every other week or so. I've been trying to trying to you know uh, squeeze them in. Danielle said she doesn't care if I watch ahead, so I finished Miss Marvel and I'm now two or three episodes in of She-Hulk. Good, good. Uh, right now, catching up on some shows. I know that we 
don't really talk about here, but I am one episode behind on Andor. I'm loving that. Okay, yeah. So Andor, I haven't started. I think I was going to start it after She-Hulk. Oh, it's good. I could say it's a little bit slow in the beginning, purposely for character development. Mm -hmm. It's good, though. It's really good. Either of you two watch uh, Thor Love and Thunder? I did. Mark? I did not. That's the newest one? The newest one. Negative. I thought it wasn't bad. I, and you know what my favorite part was? Because we we watched like the second half with the kids sitting there. Like mm. Cam had just woken up from a nap. Maddie had just come home from school. So we're like, hey, let's watch it with the kids. Was that one of the last parts where he gave all of the kids like the, the power of Thor? Mm. And they were and they were kicking all these shadow people's oh, asses. I was like, dope. dude, that was so cool with the with the Guns and Roses and stuff and all the kids, you know, kicking ass. I thought they that was good a, with that. Right. You know, yeah. They do do good with that, with the humor and everything. But that was a cool part. Um, yeah, like not the worst movie was okay. of the MCU Some movies. Bashed it hella hard. And I'm just like, and I, I've realized when those movies get bashed is because the expectation that people say like it wasn't bad. I'm not saying right. it was the best thing. Is it damn if it damn sure wasn't the best movie? But it was cool. Yeah, I mean the whole Christian Bale character. I think it was more just cool, like just seeing like the way they created him, like the way they made him look. Like that was badass. Right. And then like. When, when it gets bad reviews of the actual movie and it doesn't help that Christian Bale kind of talks shit that he didn't appreciate how many of his scenes were shot behind green screen. You know, it's just like, well, like it's, all, expect, it's all CGI. Though. Exactly. I mean, no, I know. A, <laughs> but he's he's coming from like shooting actual action scenes exactly. when he's shooting as the Dark Knight. Batman right. So movie and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, rank your top rank your Thor movies from one to four. Number one is number one and two are the best for me. Oh, no, that's two. Uh, sorry, number one. And is number three the one where he... Ragnarok is... with the Hulk? Oh, yeah. One and three are the best for me. Right. Yeah. So so Ragnarok's number one. And then yeah. I agree with you, number one. Just the original Thor is number two. And then I probably put Love and Thunder Before over the, the, the Dark World. The one with the... Um... Sister. No, no, not the... Oh, the sister. That's the best one. Yeah. No, I, the one with the Dark Elf. Uh, that one was just okay. With the ether, oh, with the red. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's one that uh, Loki dies oh one of the many times that he's died right yeah so. yeah 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 but yeah um yeah but that's it that's all i've been watching really just trying to catch up on she hulk miss marvel was probably one of the worst uh shows <laughs> it wasn't bad but it was just it was whatever it was a waste of you know six 45 minute you know sit downs mm-hmm. uh and watching also the newest season of hell's kitchen that's always a fun time it's always a good uh little ha ha is, is it on right now Oh yeah, season twenty one, baby. Gordon oh, Ramsay nice. just is, <laughs> talking is shit Gordon to people. Still talking shit to people. Yeah, I think they woked him up a little bit. You know, I think the you know uh, oh, he, he doesn't weird. talk as much. He goes, he says, "Are you stupid?" or whatever. Like he yells and curses at him all the time, but he doesn't do the whole classic like you know get never. Our word. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if he ever used that word, but he called people fat. Like he oh, called men yeah. and women like like you fat piece of shit or whatever or like or or like I don't know if and then there was this one time where he uh put he gave someone two pieces of bread like this and like what are you what are you and then she goes I'm a stupid or I'm a dumb sandwich or whatever <laughs> like yeah like totally like demeaning but it's so funny but yeah but it, it's not as bad as what it was oh it's <laughs> not as bad as what it was in the first like four or five seasons right um. Yeah, but it's but it's still entertaining. It's still good. I like yeah, yeah. I gotta catch up on that, man. Shit, I I don't watch it religiously like you, but just for loving him as how he is, man. I gotta mm-hmm. watch that. 
Right. All right. Well, that's it, uh, gentlemen. Unless Mark, you have a show or movie to to tell us about any documentaries or anything. Negative. I, I started that FIFA one, like the corruption, like the history of FIFA I and stuff. I, I like yeah. 20 minutes into it, I didn't finish it though. Was it okay? It was a super slow. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's just the creation of FIFA and like where okay. it came from, and then all of a sudden, and then it goes into when they all went to court, right? In like 2019 yeah. or whatever, when all the corruption shit. All that sort of Lata. Yes. Right. Who? So, uh, the former... Uh, yeah, like, what was his name? Something, bla- something Bladder. Bladder, Bladder, yeah. yeah. Set yeah. Bladder. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is episode 169 in the books. Uh, thank you so much for um, staying up with us late. It's almost the next day. It's almost the 6th of December out here in uh, in California, the East Coast, for sure. Um, but yeah, Mark, Sean, send us away. 169 is out. Episode 169 was fun, man. All the sports, the comic talk. We appreciate everyone that has logged in with us to you know hang out late like mike said with us the people that will take the time to get on our youtube page and check us out and, you know while you're there just click you know that like button share us keep supporting us guys i mean we're constantly on social media uh, we have all the giveaways coming up and it's the holiday season you know uh, a lot of good things coming up here in the next month or two and again support your local uh, comic book shops if you're in the area like us support treasure island comics as we always do thank you alex for all you do for the podcast and yeah we appreciate you guys and to our uh fellow portuguese mark a forza portugal let's get a win tomorrow best transition brother i was just gonna say that yes uh to everybody all over the world to everybody that downloads this fine podcast or watches us on a fine network of a youtube television live every monday thank you guys for tuning in and sharing us and just everything that you guys do for us as a you know as a creators it means a lot but um yeah so hopefully portugal can get a win like sean said and hopefully if your team and your country is still in it hopefully that you guys have the best of luck as well and that Except if, if you're uh, switzerland <laughs> that is true yeah. Except if you're Swiss. yeah one yeah i mean can't say that i need my guys to win and then wish uh switzerland luck but uh <laughs> i guess i'll be i'll be a good sport and say best of luck to them too may the best team win tomorrow man but uh yes uh it is the the world's game and it is the beautiful game and um yeah, Pele. Uh, sorry for him. He's uh kind of not doing too oh, good right. as well with cancer. Like hopefully, you know, Christy Alley, hopefully we don't have some other news here coming up in the week. But Brazil's going to play tough for him back home. And uh, yeah, let's just have safe holidays here. And uh, to all the birthdays coming up this week and all the festivities in December, let's uh, be safe and uh, live it up and did dodge COVID and the flu and all this crap going around. But let's have fun, man. It was cool. Once 69 thank you guys and thank you fans all over the globe we love you but uh take us away brother yes sir two quick things if anyone is playing this new marvel snap game guys just download it and play it real quick this is a shameless plug for the game it's a cool card game uh i can't really explain it like because it's the outro of the show but download it and just play around with it it's a really fun and addicting game um also one little piece of news that we forgot, but sayonara. Thank you. Finally, Justin Verlander is out of the American League going to the New York Mets. But for Sean, for Mark, this has been episode 169 of the Comboogies podcast. Thank you so much for watching, listening, supporting, sharing, whatever the hell you do. Enjoy the sports. Enjoy the comics and enjoy each other. Peace out. Peace.
Peace. Peace. Always enjoy each other and enjoy week 14, the college football playoffs and the World Cup quarterfinals. We're signing out. We're signing out. We love you. We love you. Favorite number, favorite position. Peace. Peace.